Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you may be at this moment. Welcome back to the Better Than You Pod. I'm back like I never left before. No. Turn of the map. Nobody's excited. <laughs> <laughs> I swear, man, always holding the black man down. Crabs in the barrel. Yo, what's going on, everybody? We're back in the house. Another week, another pod. Get into some shit. And what's happening? What up, though? Boy, man, get paid. <laughs> yo. <laughs> Yo, yo, Joe, what's happening? Ah, uh, no, man, I'm chilling. Yo. All right, B, what's good? Everything is good, man. That's good. That's good. Coming off Father's Day, you know what I'm saying? I'm a father. B's a father. Aunt gotta be a, a godfather. Nah, or, aunt probably uncle a father. Or something. <laughs> Stop that. He just don't. Stop he that. just don't know it yet. Stop that. <laughs> He got a dog or something. I know Joe. Got, got, yeah, Joe definitely a godfather. Yeah, yeah I got, what got children. There's three of them. God bless. Nah, that's what's up, yeah. man. Let's talk about fathers for a minute, man. Something I hold near and dear to my heart, being one. Oh, Dag, you know, I wish I wish I knew you were gonna ask this because um, somebody posted something about how black fathers are more active. They did a study that black fathers are more or equal to as active as any other father I'm talking about as far as being around their children, feeding their children, even if, even if they're in the household or out of the household. They did like a, a study on that. Did they, Was it a study within a certain amount of years? Um, what, who's the dude that always posts all the, the sad videos of, of, of black people getting shot? Oh, the light skin dude. I can't yeah. think of his name. Sean, King. Sean, Sean, Sean King. Something. Yeah. Sean King. Yeah, yeah, Sean King. I don't follow him on purpose. But um, he's yeah. the one that <laughs> that nigga's depressing. Yeah, he mad depressing. But yeah, no, I'm not. I'm not, not hating on him. It's just I can't, yo. Yeah, no, I can't either. No, there'll be no way. I don't even know how to spell his name. Yeah, I was trying to look it up to see what you was talking about. It's but on now, Instagram. Just, yeah, all right, go ahead. That's what I'm trying to find. Right yeah, just want to give some love to all the fathers out there, man. I know we capped it off last week when I wasn't here, but definitely about the fathers and we here, especially black fathers. We here in fact, like B just said, there's a study going around that's saying we in this. Motherfucker, nah, but we here. We doing our job. Time to get us some celebration, man. Not no little ties. We don't want no socks, man. We want some love. Show some love on the gram or something, man. Let us know that right. we doing our job out here. Show us some love. Oh, okay. I got it. Actually, I got it right yeah, in I got front it. of me now. Yeah. Okay, go ahead, B. If you want to break it down, because you're Oh, uh, no, you. Uh, all right. So it says with children under five, under the age of five. Um, I mean, it's a lot to break down, but yeah, it's yeah. just like, but it's it's black fathers are. are are um, there a lot more than any other fathers. Um, it's Latinos are the least. Then whites are um, in the middle and the black fathers are, are, are there the most in almost everything. Um, the only thing the black fathers kind of lag uh, behind white fathers a little bit on is played with children daily <laughs> and eight meals with eight meals with children daily is Latin fathers are winning then white fathers, and then black fathers, and played with children daily. It's white fathers winning, then black fathers, then Latin fathers. So we don't, but you know, we black. We don't really be playing with our children daily like nah, that. I, I, to be honest, I think it's because, you know, the black father may be holding down more than one job. That's a fact. Like, it's you know funny, what I mean? Like, yeah, this, this, I was going to yeah. throw that in too. Like, yeah, yeah. like that's, and, and eat meals with, eat meals with children daily. Like, we're doing other things, you know what I mean? So there's always something right. that ends up getting done. Uh, as far as that goes, but everything else, it and they broke it down with father living in the household and father um, not living in the household, and 
with fathers not living in the household, we literally kill everybody as far as how active we are. Um, and, you know, as fathers living in the household, you know, we're either close or above everybody else. Dope, dope. But yeah, if you got, if you have a father, if you have somebody that's a father figure that they not even be your blood relative, man, celebrate that person, not just yesterday, not just on Father's Day, but celebrate them every day, man. We out here, man. But think, the thing about you and Brian, right? Like, hello, Brian first. Is like, what's the best thing about being a father to you? Um, it's, it's, it's like, it's, it's, it's pressure. You know what I mean? In fact, but it's also like a blank slate. You know what I mean? Like everything you do kind of matters. And then you get to see it work or not work. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then after a while, it's autopilot. I'm sure Alex could attest to this too. Like a lot of it is autopilot. And it's just like you're watching all the things that you might have done eight years ago. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like right. six years ago. And, and you're watching it, it, it either work or or backfire against you or, or, or whatever. And I think that's probably the best part is like, yo, you watching your blueprint in, in action, you know, like some people might start a corporation. And I always told my daughter, like from the time she was young, like I'm the CEO of you, you know what I mean? <laughs> like I tell her that, you know what I mean? And then, and then we just, you know, and, and my job is just to allow her to fail, like put her in a million different things and find out what she likes, you know, when she was young. And then now it's just like, you know, like some of those things, it didn't stick. So I allowed her to fail at those things. Some of the things right. did stick. She rocks with them. You know what I mean? And that's where we at now. Yeah, for me, for me, because I, I have four, it's like, damn, I messed up on that one. Let me make sure I don't do that to this one. Yeah, I just yeah. keep going down. The, I yeah. just keep going. I just keep going down. I just keep going down the line right. and checking off like, all right, we ain't going to do this again. But a lot of it, I mean, I guess I'll, I can say the best thing is, like Brian said, the blueprint is just watching them. And I, and I look at myself and I wonder when the things that I wanted to do in life and I started achieving them, you know, especially from a music standpoint, things that my mother knew that I wanted to do, leaving school early, taking that job, taking that chance. And I can imagine the, the butterfly she had in her stomach of being nervous because now I have a 19-year-old that's in school and she's you are create she's a creative and she's like you know i this ain't the direction i really want to go in and i have those butterflies like yo how are you going to sustain yourself mm. like how are you going to do that and i and it, and it harkens me back to when i was young when i was taking those chances and i was fearless but my mother allowed me to be fearless right. so having that and looking at my daughter now my oldest my oldest daughter who's in college now i can say you know what i want her to have that same fearless i don't want to put any i don't want no as they say no cap i don't want to have no cap on her Right. I want her to. I want her to shine. I want that, for, and I want that for all of them. So I'm learning, you know, some of the things that my moms or my pops had to go through watching me grow. I'm having those same things, but at least I'm I'm probably a little bit more lenient than my parents were because I knew when I had when I was moving that when I was moving that fearlessly, I achieved a lot. So I want them to have. I want them to have those same. I want them to soar that same way. Right. You know. Man, Joe asking us the deep questions early. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he caught me. <laughs> yeah. I, was, I was running through yeah, my head. Yeah. I was running through my head real quick. Right. But we can move. We can move on. We can move on to it because uh, I believe that was Wednesday. The Wednesday before Father's Day was Black Men Don't Cheat Day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> national National Black Men Don't Cheat Day, ladies. You hear? We heard say what you're saying in this. the streets. <laughs> yeah. Everybody know yeah. Black Men Don't Cheat. No doubt. <laughs> we got T-shirts and we got a song. Uh-huh. Shout to Lil Duval and see the God 
for blessing the blessing the world with the track, the national anthem for black men. Yeah, yeah. Black men don't cheat. Yeah, he dropped that on. Uh, I think that was Lil Duval's birthday. You know what I'm saying? So he decided yeah, to bless yeah, Wednesday, his birthday okay. mm-hmm. with That's that. Yeah, and I mean, I think it's a dope song. I mean, I know the whole thing kind of sprung from uh, Charlemagne, like saying black men don't cheat. Even saying that shit like all year for real. You know what I'm saying? And uh, a couple years. Yeah, so. yeah, definitely. But not been it crazy like this last year. Yeah, yeah have, especially oh. since he stopped cheating on his girl. Oh yeah, facts, 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 yeah. yeah. Yeah, and like between like the Breakfast Club and on his uh podcast, his whole thing point, is like, man. you know, he said black men don't cheat. He kind of stayed with like a wink and a smile because there's some niggas out there cheating heavy as hell. But well, he broke but, it down though. Yeah, how do you break it down? He was he was he was like, man, black men don't cheat. Now you could be a forty year old boy, real niggas. I don't know. I can't speak for them. You know what I mean? Yeah. He was like, yo. He was like, boys. I I you know what I mean? Like that's them. But and you could be a forty year old boy, but black men we don't cheat. So that's how he, you know, what I mean, that's how he kind of skirted that one. Yeah, pretty. he knew he went. He had to do that when the song came out, though. He wasn't thinking like that first beforehand. I, I bet I'll put money on that. Oh yeah, nah, that motherfucker know <laughs> yeah. how to bob and weave. You can say what you want about Charlamagne, yeah. but he be kind of quick on his fact. quick on his feet when it comes to <laughs> with this shit like that. But nah, it's dope. It kind of remind me of that whole uh, Chris Rock joke about black um, black folks and niggas and shit. You know what I'm saying? So I mean, yeah. like we salute the fathers, Father's Day, and we salute the the black men out there that ain't cheating on their girls, no matter what right. the fuck walking by looking like something. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Shit. yeah but... One day we're gonna have to get into that. We're gonna have to get into. I ain't what, gonna... Well, you know what? I ain't, I'm gonna save that. I'm gonna save that for another pod. Go ahead, B. No, I ain't gonna lie, man. Y'all loved it that song, y'all. I loved it. <laughs> Yeah, as soon as it dropped, man, I dropped my own little video and it was posted it everywhere. And I ain't gonna lie, yo, the women was not, you know what I mean? They didn't give us our day. They didn't give us any <laughs> love or anything like that. They was mad, blah, they blah, and all that, right? But I think they turned it around, you know what I mean? Because, like, like it's too catchy and they gotta support something. Like, it was like, yo, why are you just gonna attack black men? Because we're being positive about each other now. If you want this to be a thing, you can't just be negative about it. You know what I mean? We can't have nothing. Like, that's the thing, man. I feel like women, they, they, they have an ability to, to stick together in themes. You know what I mean? Like, like they'll all ride um, for each other, like, for a theme. You know what I mean? Like, um, mm-hmm. yeah, like, like, that's why Beyonce is so attractive to them. You know what I mean? Because she supports those women rights and, and they all just want to ride with that. Like men, we don't do the same. We don't have a thing. And so when we finally get something like black men don't cheat, y'all gonna knock us? You know what I mean? Like let us have that. Something that you've been asking for for years of us not to cheat. Yeah, like I mean, us... well, for them not to cheat. I ain't gonna cheat. Don't, don't yeah. Yeah. yeah, let us, yeah. This nigga, t- you, you're not allowed to talk right now. Just let me. <laughs> 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 but yeah, no. Nah, I mean, I Don't just mess think, it up. Yeah, no. But it, it's a it's a thing. I just I I feel like you know, it it'd be a nice theme, yo. It, it, this all right. So you know, I like to geek out. So let's take a let's take a step back, man. Uh, presidents create themes. You know what I mean? Like during the Clinton era, you saw there was a the, the uptick in in um, uh, uh, middle schoolers and high schoolers sucking dick. It went up. Yeah, because that's what they heard. Yeah, what the president right? doing? But yo. during yeah. yeah, but then during the Obama administration, a lot more family men, a lot more family focused. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You saw it. Uh, 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 it was a lot different during that period. And then now, 
we have this guy who's been through multiple marriages and he's talking about grabbing him in the pussy and cheating on, cheats on his wife openly and all the rest of that stuff like that. But so so to put something out there like black men don't cheat, I think it's great timing. I think yeah, it's you know smart what? To set the theme just to way. just to go back to that um that statistics person, that was the reason I was asking, did it have a time period? Because I wanted to know if it was the Obama effect of why those those numbers rose speaking to the presidential theme that you were talking about oh i mean we, we don't that's okay. what i read, but they yeah didn't i didn't that. look at it yeah yeah I, I didn't see it that's what i was i was like i was wondering if that was coming because we had eight years of sustainability and yeah. we, of a person that we could look up to you know similar to when a different world was popping that was like when Fact. hbcus Black was college. at that yeah, yeah it was yeah. it was popping yeah but one, that's the, that, that was the reason I wanted to know if there was a time thing for that. But speaking of your man Trump, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> here he go. I mean, I brought this, I brought no, I brought this topic to the table late because I just kept seeing it when I was walking around. I was like, Yo, what the hell is this? Who is Jerome? And when did a yeah. when did a black dude get in the office? With, yeah, he's still my, you know, my my ignorant ass. I was like, who the hell is that? But Trump is right now threatening to remove. The federal uh, federal chair Jerome Powell. I want yeah. B to break it down because I don't know anything about it. Like I said, I caught wind right. of the story late. But so, go ahead. So here, here it is, man. Because I'm, I'm going to try to like not stay on this too long. I, but I'll say this: like this, it it has everything to do with interest rates, right? And the Fed, um, they announced interest rates. Uh, well, they announced their their um, they released their minutes tomorrow mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and whenever the fed releases minutes you know they, they have the ability to raise or lower interest rates right and the market has been popping crazy and what's kind of priced in is that the fed would cut interest rates about three times this year okay mm-hmm. and a cut in interest rates is great for the stock market and the stock market is already up so what trump is doing by saying oh i, I would remove him or demote him it's kind of like it's kind of like saying uh, you better do what I want, which would mean pop the stock market. Because if the Fed, if the Fed disappoints, if the Fed decides that um, inflation is going too high and they need to mm-hmm. cut, um, and they need to raise interest rates or something like that, mm-hmm. then uh, then the stock market could drop, and it could drop about fifteen percent. You know what I mean? Which would be, you know, it, it would be kind of be devastating. So that that's that's how that is. And and to let everybody know what the Fed is, it's it's, it's just like if you're a gambler. The Fed is the house. Right. You can't beat the house. They set the rules. Right. So they they control they control how much money is on the market, the liquidity amount of liquidity on the market, the the interest rates for when you buy a car and buy a house and all the rest of this stuff. So mm-hmm. I mean that's so he's trying to game those those um those markets to try to make it look like there's a um a better economy up, going uptick. into the mm-hmm. next election. Yeah. yeah, and that was the thing because I, I literally now it makes a lot more sense because. I was at work and I kept seeing it on the screen. I was like, yo, why do they yeah. keep talking about this on CNBC so much? And yeah. I wasn't, you know, it was on silence. So I wasn't reading what they were saying, but now it makes sense why it was on CNBC. Yeah. It's tomorrow. They were making a, yeah. And they were making a point about talking about it. So I was like, yeah. you know what? I want to ask you real quick. I'm going to take a break after this, but what do you know about beyond me? Cause we talk about the stock market. Have you been watching that story? No. Uh, there's all. something. All right, you know what? That's my fault for bringing it up and then not having no facts with it. But I want, I want to, I want to, um, I want to discuss that on the pod maybe next week. I want to talk okay. about that because there's a whole thing going on beyond me, and I meant to talk about it, but I didn't get a chance to. We're yeah, gonna take a I break, and, and yeah, we're gonna take a break and be right back. All right. Yeah, welcome back. Um, one of the things we wanted to mention real quick that uh, Agent Orange, 
your current <laughs> your, your current president jumped off wow. his uh jumped off his campaign earlier today. I believe in Orlando, correct? Yeah, absolutely. I believe in Orlando. Uh pretty much giving you the same rhetoric that he was given before, but really focusing hard on immigrants. And yeah. and and let's for lack of a better term, kicking everybody out. I keep telling yeah. my mother, you better get your paperwork right now. Let me stop playing. The um <laughs> but I mean, I, how do you feel about him coming back to the same, like, we, we back to the same point? Yeah, I mean, I think if you really haven't done anything of substance, you know what I mean? You kind of go yeah. back to doing that same trickery, that same bullshit that, right. you know, got your ass in there, you know what I'm saying? And I really feel like Trump got in there by talking to a whole bunch of people that felt nobody was standing up for them and said that your life's is shitty because immigrants are taking all your jobs you know what i'm saying yeah and it's like yo they say oh we got um tens of millions of illegal immigrants if we get them out of there think about how well the economy will be. think about how much more you'll get paid for these jobs and that job you know what i'm saying yeah and the thing is it reached black folks white folks all kinds of folks you know what i'm saying and it's like if he can my whole thing is i really just hope he can't fool that many people again into doing that whole like blame your problems on immigrants and minorities to get like reelected. That's why I think it's so important. Let me um Go ahead. oh no I'm sorry. No, I wanted to build off what you were saying. Like yeah. I'm gonna be real with you, Joe. Mm-hmm. A lot of times one of the biggest myths that ever gets sold is that the economy matters. You know what I mean? That that people vote based on the economy. Well it matters mm-hmm. obviously but that people vote based on the economy. Like, like when somebody goes out and buys a car and then they come out and buy it and say, yeah, I bought this car because it was, it was great on gas. You know what I mean? Like, it's bullshit. They bought that car because they like the commercial. You know what mm-hmm, I mean? Mm-hmm. Like the way it looked, they like the commercial and it ended up being good on gas and then they're going to sell that shit too. You know what I mean? And that's kind of it. Like, Trump is a great commercial. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, the rest of that shit they don't care about, but except for, except for how it makes them feel. And these people know that Trump hasn't done anything on, on um, immigration. And I, you know, I hate that I jumped over um, your, your conversation, Joe. Like, like, cause you, you were like, I agree with what you're saying, but I'm just saying, like, like Ann Coulter, at the point in time when Trump didn't get the wall accomplished, she said she will call him a fraud for for until the end of it. He said that was over for him. And Ann Coulter is literally was was literally the representative of his base. Mm-hmm. And now she's out there still calling him a fraud and saying and saying people would be stupid to vote for him, like. That, that's what they're saying. And then the paper of record in Orlando, I forget the name of it. I, I, I want to say the Orlando Central. Yeah, I was just about to lying. say that. Yeah, no, you're yeah. Right. okay. They're, they're, they are, uh, um, they're a, um, a conservative outlet that have always endorsed Republicans. I mean, they endorsed Mitt Romney. They endorsed all the Republicans, okay? This time, on, on today, because he mm-hmm. was there announcing his, uh, announcing his election, you know who they endorsed? Not Trump. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> that was literal. That was literally their endorsement. So, I mean, the, Joe, what you were saying, like I one hundred percent agree with you, and so do a lot of conservatives. You know what I mean? Who who try not to get into ident- identity politics. I mean, there's also the truth that that they came out with a poll and they said, and and, and they did all the non. It was for non-educated whites, right? Mm-hmm. Who who would seem like it, it was his base, and they said, well, um, who believes that that the the Trump tax cuts or and the Trump economy has worked for them. And only 5% said yes. Yet, these people are still going to vote for him. Yep. Yeah, that, that's the thing. 
Like, so at the end of the day, all this shit, all these facts that we could throw out there and we could do numbers and I could tell you all this shit to the end of the day. Listen, man, I'll break through and, and, and I'll be the first to say it. America is still very racist and it's racist enough to vote Trump in. We overcorrected to get Trump in the, in, in the election in the first place. The problem was that people didn't show up to vote because they hated Hillary Clinton or whatever. So mm-hmm. all we have to do, if, if, if it's a turnout election, if people turn out, then yeah, the Trump, Trump, will, Trump will lose. But guess what? There is a racist base and there's enough of them mm-hmm. that will vote Trump in. That's mm-hmm. a fact. But let me, I want to get back to Joe's um, immigrant, where yeah. he was talking about immigrants, because I have the same question I had probably like about maybe five or six pods ago. Why is it that everybody keeps looking at the immigrants and saying they're taking the jobs and not the people hiring the immigrants? And I and I'll use and I'll use this and I'll use the same example I used then. You sit there, your best friend is Jimbo Bob that run the farm. And mm-hmm. you're mad that you're not working, but that's your friend that's hiring the immigrants that's keeping yes. you out. But so they, why are you mad at them and not him? But they, I think it's because of like it's like basic like economics and shit. It's like your man, you go to your man and say, "Hey man, why you ain't get me for that job?" He said, "Man, I had to get this Mexican because I could pay him five dollars when I gotta pay you ten. You know what I'm saying? And it's exactly. like it's like, oh man. So that so it's like so you can't be mad at the motherfucker for doing what's best for his business, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I think that's how it goes, you know what I'm saying? So, you so then they end up hating they end up hating the person that would take less, you know what I mean? Right, like, and I they, get that, even though that's, that's what unions are about. Too, you know what I'm saying? Like, like, yeah, absolutely, but that's what unions are about. Once you break the union, they call you a scab and all the rest of this stuff like that, because the unions band together for, to, get, to get the one rate, and to get the... That's and, better and for get, all. Yeah, and it's better for all. But so basically immigrants end up being the scabs of the Americans. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like they'll go get a different rate. They won't, they won't need the, all, all, all the healthcare and, and all the rest of that stuff. They'll just work at a lower rate. And the, and, and the Americans are like, nah, we don't like that shit. It's just, it's just like, it was like outsourcing. You know what I mean? Like the world, is, uh, the world is flat now, right? Like we can get, we can get our services done in, um, in India, right, the, all the phone call centers, mm-hmm. India mm-hmm. can take care of that. And then all our goods could come from China. I mean, they're, they're just able to do it cheaper, right? So Americans, they, they hate that. And then, they, when then when somebody shows up here and wants to do things like our lawn and, and uh, um, our construction and all the rest of that stuff like that, like they hate that too. You know what would stop it, though, is if they made it a felony. Nobody mm. does that. You know why they won't make it a felony? Guess what another story that came out today? It's funny that you just mentioned this, Alex, and I really wasn't thinking about it until you mentioned it. It's that the, the Trump employees that got fired today in Florida, because they got fired today or it was today or yesterday in Florida, um, they said he knew we were illegal immigrants. They fired us right now because this is, this is where he's launching his election. At. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So this, this is what we're talking about. Like if They all know but they want to save the money. They want to cut costs. Yeah, that's what it is. And I, and I, and I can speak to that. I was working as a um, financial financial analyst at Unsaid Company, and we were looking over, you know, the savings and the black and the red and the so on and so forth. And literally, this company, which is a Fortune 300 company, was saving literally $100 million per year by outsourcing a lot of their, a lot of their work to India. They were saving $100 million, even though it was a uh, strain on 
the American the, on the American side, and I don't want to get too far into it. On the American side, because there were so many issues that were happening from the Indian side coming over to America, and there were so many errors. Mm-hmm. The Amer on the American side, they were working, you know, double overtime to fix right. all the errors that were coming over. And it was literally said in a meeting that says it won't matter. They're willing to pay all that overtime and overwork people yeah. to save that hundred million. Yeah, I mean that, that shit is just like how <clears throat> when car companies send out cars and shit that are like fucked up, and it's like uh, they got like the actuaries or whoever doing the numbers. It's like okay, how much would it cost to fix it, or how much would it cost to pay for like you know like settlements and shit and like fucking recalls if possible, like and it's. Motherfuckers gonna like do their best interest with their money, you know what I'm saying? It's like fucking as much as I care about like, you know, just the American economy and shit like that. If I was making a whole bunch of money and I got somebody that's gonna do this for like ten dollars and I gotta pay the Americans twenty, then what I'm gonna do, you know what I'm saying? If yeah. I got a, if I got a really good conscience, I might go like yeah. the good route, but you know, it's like who knows, man. I mean well, cost who- matters. Like co- cost matters because it it affects the prices. You know, like, like, uh, wait, listen, man. If they paid more for these services and these goods, then we would pay, end up paying more. That's mm-hmm. the issue with with China. I mean, tariffs. You know what I mean? Like yeah. all of that. When the costs go up, it gets transferred to the consumers at some mm-hmm. point in time. So if you could keep the cost down, I mean, you know, at, at least the middle class ain't complaining. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but let's talk. Let's talk about who's going to be taking on Trump. Let's get into. Okay. Let's get into the field. <laughs> Because it's not just, I mean, everybody's talking about Biden and, 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 um, and, Elizabeth, and Elizabeth Warren and everything. But let's talk mm-hmm. about the entire Democratic, let's talk about the entire Democratic field. You well, want me to do this? Yeah. yeah, sure. Jump right into all right. it. All right. So I'm just going to list them all, right? And briefly, right? Michael Bennett, U.S. Senator from Colorado. Joe Biden, former Vice President. Bill de Blasio, Mayor from New York City. Cory Booker, Senator from New Jersey. Steve Bullock. Governor of Montana, Pete Buttigieg, Mayor of South Bend, Indiana, Julian Castro, former U.S. Secretary of Housing and Early Urban Development, John Delaney, former U.S. Representative from Maryland, Tulsi Gabbard, U.S. Representative from, um, from Hawaii, Kirsten Gillibrand, U.S. Senator from New York, Mike Gravel, U.S. Senator from Alaska, Kamala Harris, U.S. Senator from California, John Hickenlooper, Looper, former Governor of Colorado, Jay Inslee, Governor of Washington, Amy Klobuchar, Senator from Minnesota, Wayne Metham, Mayor of Miramar. (laughs) Yeah, who is he? Okay, Seth Moulton, U.S. Representative from Massachusetts, Beto O'Rourke, former U.S. Representative from Texas, Tim Ryan, U.S. Representative from Ohio, Bernie Sanders, U.S. Senator from Vermont, Eric Swalwell, U.S. Representative from California, Elizabeth Warren, U.S. Senator from Massachusetts, Marianne Williamson, an author and lecturer, and Andrew Yang, an entrepreneur and author from New York. This shit is bullshit. It's like, (laughs) there's literally like 21, 22 names of people that are actual, like, like registered, like, Democratic candidates for this. And we're talking about it now because uh, next week on on the 23rd, June 25th and June 26th, they're having two de- Democratic um, primary debates or whatever, and they have to have two because they're breaking up these people. So they can talk to like damn near the top 20 people, right? And they're like 10 and 10 or something like that. Yeah. Or is it, it's, it's, it's just crazy. So, I mean, 
before we get to this, uh, before we, since this is our last podcast before the uh, debates, we want to right. at least highlight, you know, the heavy hitters, you know what I'm saying, that like the top people that we actually, that actually poll in like where they might have a chance to that make matters. a little noise. Just, yeah, that wouldn't matter. Just yeah, say yeah. that matter. Like some yeah. of them don't matter. Like, let's be yeah. real. Like I just named an author and entrepreneur. They, they don't yeah. matter. And it's funny, my 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 uh, friend's mother. He's she's a fan of her. She said she wants to vote yeah. for her, and I'm thinking, yo, like she ain't going. Somebody to will. <laughs> that was uh that was the uh the lady that was on the Breakfast Club that time, right? Yeah, she spoken late. Yeah, that was a yeah. that this type of shit always happens, and then some one of them is gonna undoubtedly like go independent, or something like that, mm-hmm. and uh, be be the name that that everybody talks about for some weird thing, and they'll create some weird party. Man, fuck that shit. <laughs> We trying to beat Trump, man. So all these, all these no name weirdo people. Who are the important people, man? Like that's who we want to go down the list of. I mean, Joe, who the who the important people? We have about eight, right? Yeah, we have about eight. So I mean, I think we might as well kick it off with uh, the guy that we all loved when he was standing next to Barack Obama. That some people still love, and some people are a little shaky on now. Joe Biden, like how busy? How, how do we feel about Joe Biden, Alex? Well. <sighs> <laughs> Listen, I like Joe Biden. I think I don't think he sound to me, and I'm just talking about from a voice and diction standpoint. And I think a lot of that, those little small things matter. Joe's voice matters, but I'm not sold. If I understand that he might be the best candidate because we're just talking about beating Trump. But I'm now, but then I get into what are my interests. So now I'm waiting to see who peaks, who peaks my interest, and you know, I mean, I'll wait till you get to that person. And I'll speak my piece there, whether that plan that that person has works or not. But it's something that speaks to me. But I understand that Joe Biden is more than likely the strongest candidate to defeat Trump. You know, my thing with Joe Biden, it's like if Joe Biden were to like win the, win the presidency, right? Not just nomination, win the whole presidency. He would be 78 years old being inaugurated president of the United States of America. And... I feel at this point we need somebody younger. You know what I'm saying? That's just me. What was uh what was Reagan? He was oh, a, he was younger than that. He was he, he was younger than that? Okay. Yeah, yeah, he was he was in his 70s, 73, 74, like, okay. something yeah. like that. Like hey, let, let me be real with you though, yo. Like I like I, I I totally agree with um Joe's argument, but I thought like that 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 argument is for electability. But Biden has broken through and beaten that whole thing. I mean, so, you know, once once he became the number one candidate, he's electable enough. Fuck his age. Who cares? We need somebody that could beat Trump. And guess what? Biden is freaking effective. He's smart. He knows how to deal with both sides of the aisle. And we've had old people in our Senate. We have, we have old people in our Senate. We have old people in the House. And pe- nobody ever says a thing about it. OK. And Biden has more information than the tip of his finger than most of them. So I don't give a fuck about his age. Who cares? And old, pe- and old people vote. <laughs> Yeah, but and yeah, no, that that's true. But it's yeah. not about. But, but my thing is, it's not about elect, elect electability. It's literally just about um, is he functional? And yeah, he's functional, man. And you know what Biden is? You know who Biden is? Like even even if you consider Biden a return to the past, and that that's what we heard Beto O'Rourke call him um, mm-hmm. last week. Biden called uh, he called um, Biden a return to the past, and he had um, he had old ideas and all the rest of the stuff like that. And and I'm fine with that. Guess what? He'll beat Trump, and at worst, he's a Lyndon Johnson. 
He worked in the Senate for over 30 years. So since he was 30 years old, I should say, so close to 40 years, he worked in the Senate and he knows how to write these laws and create these laws and get us out of this. Yeah. And I mean, I, I think I, I still like Joe Biden, you know what I'm saying? And I'm um, something I liked, um, you were talking about that you liked about Joe Biden was how, how um, he really wants to get a Stacey Abrams, uh, which is, she's a former minority leader in the Georgia House of Representatives. She, she ran for governor and lost a really close race. Um, I remember, Brian, you were talking about you would love if she was on the ticket with him as the VP. You still feel like that? Um. I didn't. I didn't say I would love if she was to take it. You said it. You're like, yo, that's no, a- that's not what I said, um, Joe. But we we were in a back and forth, and um, about who could and who um, who could be the vice president. And I said she's a she's more likely than Cory Booker. That's what I said. I said she is a way more likely candidate than Cory Booker because he literally already asked her. Okay. I mean, I like her, yo. And if Joe get in there and, you know, God forbid, you know, age catch up with her, you know, I, I wouldn't be mad if you had a first black president. I mean, first black female president. You know, uh, uh, would y'all? I mean, no, of course not. Of course so not. the next candidate, um, the next candidate after Biden is, Biden is Bernie. Ah, I, mean, I love Bernie Sanders. He's so young and spry. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, I'm gonna speak my piece on Bernie Sanders first. I mean, get it in. I mean, my yeah, thing with Bernie, with you. my thing with Bernie Sanders is this, right? Uh, he's a socialist. You know what I'm saying? And it's fucking weird. He's he's really just weird, man. He's like a yeah. he's like a like if he was like my history teacher. And like high school elementary, <laughs> would be dope. You know what I'm saying? No, nah, it wouldn't even be dope but, then. I ain't gonna lie. He's a fucking weirdo for history. I mean, he's he just. He has these real like, lofty goals and shit, you know what I'm saying, to to spread all his wealth in America evenly so everybody poor, or everybody, wherever it is. And shit. I just, it's, I don't believe he can pull off any of the shit he's saying that he wants to do. You know what I'm saying? I, I just I don't. I don't even care if he, if, if, I don't care if you believe or if, if he believes or if we actually could pull off the shit that he does. That he says, I think that people need to dive into Bernie a little bit more and then dive into what socialism means a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Because guess what? Bernie is not electable in my, in, as, far as, I, as far as I'm concerned. Bernie has been saying the same things for over 30 years. Mm-hmm. And guess what? I like some of the things that Bernie said. I would make Bernie my com- commerce secretary. I really would. I think Bernie as a commerce secretary in the Democratic administration wouldn't be that bad. It would piss off Republicans, but it wouldn't be that bad. I, thought, I, I understand where he's coming from. But Bernie as a president? No. Hell no. You never hire that guy. He's a fucking weirdo. He's, he's nuts as far as the rest of the shit goes. Hmm. You, I would, you would never agree with Most people, most reasonable people would never agree with this shit. So that's where it goes. That's why that's why I'm at with, with Bernie. And and I'm a, I'm also a little bit petty and I'm pissed off that he ruined the election last year. And he's the reason why we have Donald Trump this um this time. And you know, just, just like the guy that got um who who was that third party candidate um that got George Bush elected? Ross Perot? No, no, got, not Ross Perot. He got Clinton uh, elected. You're you're going the wrong direction now, Alex. Uh, oh. Okay. <laughs> That's what nah, just popped guy, in my mind when you said that. that but, uh, but the guy that, that was fighting against corporations and shit like that and had all these Democrats um, voting for him. Never mind. Fuck that. But I'm just saying, like, you know, 
Bernie, he, he's a rabble rouser, and it's all well and good, but he doesn't belong. Nah. And I'm, I'm mad that he's, like, so high in, like, like these polls and stuff. You know what I'm saying? It's like, he might run this one. Well, I, w- I want to talk about the, the most interesting guy to me in the whole race, and that's Beto. And the reason I say that he's interesting, and I, it's not even a political reason. I think I brought this up to be a few times. I think he's the one that the youth are going to gravitate to the most. Yeah. And like and I talked about the market, and, and like I said, I'm not even talking about the politics of it. I'm just talking about the marketing, things that appeal to the youth that they'll just gravitate to. The variety piece that he has on. I think he has that. I think I believe he also has an HBO um, piece that's about to follow him around, or they already have been following him around. That's about mm. to release. So he's. I think he's going to be. Impo- I don't think he's important right now per se. I no, need to. He- I need to hear more of his politics. I'm just again, like I said, I'm being specific. Looking oh. at the marketing and looking at how he's being propped up from that standpoint, and then knowing how the youth gravitate to quote unquote cool things. Like mm. that, I could mm. see them gravitating to him. But you could probably, uh, like I said, speak my, to his politics more. Well, than, for both, I, but before, he, before you speak to the politics, let me okay. talk about this whole I shit. Okay. My whole shit with Beto O'Rourke is like, he has like the style, he has the youth, and all. We haven't really had a style for real. He has a youth and he has that nice yeah. tone and shit, you know what I'm saying? He, like, <laughs> he has white people style, though. He, he like a swag with Kennedy for real, you know what I'm saying? Did you say he got that J. Crew style? <laughs> no, yeah, they they like, they keep no, on I'm calling a... him and talking about him style, and, and, and Joe's 100, he pinpointed it, like, yo, it's not us that's saying it, it's them that's saying it. Yeah. And, I mean, my, my whole thing is, like, I like, I don't think that he has the power to, like, Really fuck up this election the way Bernie did. Like I don't think no, he'll have he that no. that kind of like that kind of like power behind him and no. shit like that. So I mean, what, what, what's your feeling on Beto? Uh, oh no, I, I was really I was really just gonna piggyback on on um, what Alex was saying. He's one hundred percent right. Do you know the youth are behind him? He's on social media and all the rest of the shit. He was a kind of weirdo, and you're seeing him progress. Like I like, you know, I I actually agree with Alex's take. Like I like to watch. I'm, I've been watching his interviews and stuff like that more and more. His progression has been kind of awesome. He he went on um, Fox News, took them on, had a conversation with them. You know what I mean? Like the dude was just—he was born rich, and I'm, I'm not sure if he knew how to relate um, early on. But he's a quick learner. He's moving his hands a lot less than the last time we talked about him. <laughs> so it's just like all of this shit, all these powers combined. Like he just looks like a way stronger candidate than than what he did in the beginning. Um, and so. I, you know, we we haven't heard the last of Bern, of Beto. Yeah, I mean, I mean, he's young enough that he can definitely like you know be like a force and like years to come and shit like that. Once like we see more of him, but yeah. I mean, off of Beto, we are gonna go to like one of your favorite candidates, Brian, um, <laughs> the illustrious mayor of South Bend, Indiana, uh, yeah. Pete Buttigieg. This is yeah. wordplay is incredible. I think, listen, man, Pete Buttigieg is an amazing candidate, man. Like, as far as if in a. Just talking about the politics. Yeah, like, say, say if you, if, say, if there's no. Right. Say, say, if there's no identity (laughs) politics on the back of your jersey. You know Mm -hmm, what I mean? mm -hmm. And you just get to go and play the game, Pete Buttigieg would win. He's literally been perfect. Every time Trump attacks him, he attacks Trump in a way smarter way. Let's Trump let everybody his every attack that he lets he lifts on Trump. He gets in that Trump is incompetent 
and that and that he's old. And he doesn't even say incompetent or old, but you just understand it right. from that. Like Trump, Trump's called him something, said something like he looks like the guy from Mad Magazine. <laughs> um, and he said the guy, he said the guy's name and he's and, and yeah. he put it and it's like, well, I don't know who that is. And he said something, something. Oh, yeah. Right. Like, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. It was like, it's like little stuff like that. Like Pete put it and then he gets into and then he, he immediately launches into like some kind of, uh, of, of, of politics where he just, Policy, he just yeah. smart. And, 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 and it's always smooth and cool. You know what I mean? Like, listen, man, the number one knock on Pete Buttigieg, and I know it's hard for a lot of people to say, but it's, if Pete you know Buttigieg what? isn't gay. I think it's hard you, to say. You, you, know, you know my thing? If, if Pete Buttigieg, but let me finish the sentence, yo. If Pete okay. Buttigieg isn't gay, if Pete Buttigieg isn't gay, right? Like, he overtakes Bernie and Beto. Whoa, well, there's no this. conversation. Let there. me say this. Let me say this, right? The fact that he's gay, to yeah. me, is one of the reasons why he has this extra press. Because the fact mm-hmm. is, he, even though he's intelligent, he served in the military. He's a Rhodes Scholar, like Cory Booker, one of my Nobody favorite. mentions that he's no, gay. No, can, no, I, can, no, I, can I finish this? I just want to cut you real quick, and then, and then you get right back on that, yo. Mm-hmm. I understand where you're going, where gay has a cachet, and it's kind of being pushed on a lot of people these days. I do understand where you're coming from with that, right? Mm-hmm. But Pete Buttigieg was a nothing candidate when people thought that he was gay. You know what I mean? Like, they, he actually, what he did, his rise from being on a 1%, where he was, he was on Cory Booker level, right? Mm-hmm. And from his rise from the Cory Booker level was him going on Fox News, him doing more interviews, him, him being in front of people, showing that he had a cachet. Listen, people can knock him and say that it's just, it was just gay, but I, mm-hmm. just, I saw when people said, you're gay, and then they knocked him. And they said, well, wait, that's unelectable because people are too scared for that. You can't oh, test it yeah. right now. I'm, I mean, we, you know we, what had mean? The, we, we had a discussion before. It's like, yeah. Pete Buttigieg is a strong enough candidate that he could, you know, if things shook out, he could win a nomination. But as a national candidate, he'd be fucking dead. You know what I'm saying? People are scared but, of it. But, but another nobody thing, wants to but, do that. But another thing I don't really care much for about him mm-hmm. is the fact that he is a mayor. You know what I'm saying? He's a mayor himself. And he's not the first, he's not the first mayor by any means, like, throw, try to throw their hat in the ring to be, like, president, but it's, like, it seems, oh, like, no. so low-level to me, you know what I'm saying? Like, no, not to been, me. What's the last mayor that became president of the United States of America? Or that was um, a serious candidate? I, I don't know. The I best, was, one of the best mayors ever, I mean, one of the best presidents ever was a mayor. FDR. Franklin Delano Roosevelt. Let's get back on this, yo. Listen, let me tell you something, yo. You vote for a mayor over you, before you vote for a governor or a senator. And every time you vote for a mayor before you vote for a governor or senator, and let me let you know why. Because mayors actually have to set budgets. Governors don't have to set budgets. Senators don't have to set budgets. They just vote on them or they oversee them. No, a mayor actually has to create a budget and set a budget and then oversee the budget himself. That's different. So you vote for a mayor. I want I, I want to um talk about ask a question about Pete Buttigieg because I don't know what. And I and I always go to B when it comes to anything political. I don't know if everybody knew that he was gay because when when B first brought well, him I up, it, but before he, he didn't, didn't even know that he yeah, was. Yeah, I didn't know. You yeah, I didn't know. Said, who, who, <laughs> I didn't know. You said who was? No, and I'm saying said, that because well, as said, a person well, before, that we go, we go to for that. Before we go to that, you said that who was who was the great mayor president? FDR. FDR. FDR was the governor of New York before he became president of the United States of America. He wasn't a okay. mayor, man. Like I said, motherfucking mayors don't become presidents, dog. Yeah, but I, I'm still voting and, for a mayor. 
Okay. All right, I'm fine. Well, fuck, fuck. Oh, wait, hold on, time out, Joe. <laughs> okay, you win. Let's go there. You win. <laughs> fuck it. Fuck FDR, right? But you still vote for a mayor over before you vote for a governor. You know why? Because of every reason I just said. None of that got dismissed by that. You voted for a mayor because they, they don't just... They don't just oversee something. You know what? They set budgets and they, and they have to actually get in the, in the weeds, Joe. They actually have to know the people that they're dealing with. They actually have to speak to the businesses in, in their communities. They actually have to speak to the people in their communities. And they show up at their front door. The governors have to deal on a high level because there's a lot of different what? cities over there. What is right? the, how does the president deal, though? That's but like that's the important. Like, I mean, yeah, okay, no, 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 time out. If you want to talk about somebody who knows how to deal Right. If you want to talk about somebody who knows how to get something done, don't you go to the person that has got something done before? You know who? You know what the hardest thing to become? You know what the hardest position to have to become president is? What's up, senator? Mm-hmm. You know why? Because of the votes they got to take. All they do is vote. They're yeah. on that side. They got to. They got high-minded votes. They got to be on that side. You know what is easier? Um, easier role to have to to become president? House of Representatives. Right. Okay. So people vote for House of Representatives and they vote for governors because they have high standings. Right. Guess what? If you got a mayor that's been in those fields and those weeds, you vote for him. If they're competent, you vote for him. You know why? Because they know how to get shit done. But you're not. Obviously, you're not voting for. He's vote. He's the mayor of South Bend. He's not the mayor of East East Buddha Hell. (laughs) But it's it's, it's, come on, man. South Bend, Indiana is not is is not a, a, a slouch place. I, I get it. My whole thing is this, though. Like, when I think about mayors, I think about towns. When I think about towns, I think about uh, a collection of people that are usually kind of like the same. Maybe it's different. I grew up in a town where there are all types of different people. Cool, you know what I'm saying? But I think that you have, like, a broader range of, like... Okay, but South South Bend, Indiana, is, is when we're talking about um, places like Notre Dame. Okay. Uh, we're talking about... I mean, it's different. It's not what you're talking about, Joe. I, you know what you know what I'm going to say? You know what I'm going to say? It's a different world now. You know what I'm saying? The mayor, mayors haven't been able to become presidents before, but in the age we are now, fucking Donald Trump is president. And even more than that, it's like people can have a mayor, I guess these days, at least in our lifetime, a mayor can have... Uh, can be from like South Bend, Indiana and actually have like a national like profile and shit like that. And the information travels more. So I guess you'd be more like well-known and shit if you like, you know... Get yourself out there. So you know what? Fuck it. You know, I take it back. Pete Blue Judge is younger than everybody on this podcast. And he is the gay mayor of South Indiana. And he is a brilliant fucking speaker, has great ideas and shit like that. And he's a really good candidate. But it's like he's no one that we can really hitch our wagon to. Because like you said, fucking, even though it's kind of cool amongst like the Democrats and we all liberal and shit. And that, that he's like might be gay when they go to like when they go to when he goes national, it's like it's like he, he is this guy who was married to this comedian dude, and it's like it's just weird. And that, they're not he's not going to become president of the United States of America, and he's not going <laughs> to he, he, he's just not. He's yeah, just, I think we started there. I, I just felt I felt I felt some kind of way about you attacking the idea that America become the president of the United States because I think that's a ridiculous attack. That's all. No, yeah, not only did that because it just hasn't happened, but I mean, we done beat the shit out of. No, it's uh, no, it's happened. Wait, 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 hold on, it's happened. Calvin Coolidge, Grover oh, Cleveland, God, Andrew uh, Johnson. Uh, <laughs> all right. All right. I think did y'all did y'all touch on Kamala? I heard we mentioned no Kamala. No, we oh, okay. no. Everybody get their little piece right here. We everybody getting their piece. All right, we can yeah. get right in the Joe. Joe, Joe just wanted to double down because he thought he had a gotcha moment. With the little uh, FDR, I shit. did. You said FDR, like, you like said man. It proudly. I'm like, 
You said they were in No, Grover I thought he was Cleveland. the mayor of New York, and, but fine. And, 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 oh, well, and Grover Cleveland was the governor of New York before he became fucking president of America. <laughs> he was the mayor of Buffalo. Then he became the governor of New York. Okay, but he was the mayor. So, what, I mean, you're I'm, acting I'm like... I'm not going to do any more fact-checking on this. I'm just going to But was he mayor, Joe? Like, let's act yeah, like he, he was the mayor. Governor. I don't care if you were mayor. Then you and were Josh was the mayor. <laughs> Bro. Andrew Johnson wasn't mayor. He what what's fact check anything before the Capitol, I'm gonna do the Andrew say Andrew Johnson. Yeah. I don't need to do that real quick. Okay, okay, okay. The thing, the thing about Andrew Johnson, right? He was <laughs> a senator, then he was the vice president, <laughs> then he was the president. Yo, who's Calvin Coolers? I gotta look up Calvin Coolers that I do that. Maybe that's the one. Maybe that's the one. Look up Kamala Harris. No, they're all they were all mayors. Like okay, I mean, Calvin Coolidge was the governor of Massachusetts. Then he was vice president. Then he was president. Bro, I'm not. So wait. So wait. Hold on. Wait. 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 Time out. No. No. Joe's lying. No. Hold on. Wait. Joe lied in every one of these people because they were all mayors, and he skipped over that in every single in every single statement that he made. No, but that's my thing. It's not. No, it's not your thing. Bro, no, 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 stop. Listen. Because he wanted, he thought he had a gotcha moment about mayors. No, no, he's just saying to go jump, jump from mayor to president. I'm not saying if you were ever mayor, then fuck you. No, nigga. I mean, if you were a fucking mayor, that's dope. Then you decide, okay, I'm mayor. Let me go to next level. Let me be a governor. Let me be a senator. And then let me be president. You know what I'm saying? Or let me be vice president, then president. All these folks went through these different levels. I'm saying Beto is like, 37 years old, how old he is, and he's the mayor of South Indiana, and that's dope. He's probably a really, really dope mayor. And if he ever becomes the governor of Indiana, and then he runs for president, I'm like, okay. Yeah, we're talking that, about we're, that, t- we're talking about. I'm saying the jump, bro. I, that's yeah, about he meant, Joe meant was was talking about Pete Buttigieg. You said Beto by mistake, but you were talking about oh, my Pete bad, Buttigieg. Buttigieg. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't trying to be on no fucking miss miss like giving fake facts and shit, alternative facts, whatever the fuck. I was just really saying from that to that. And honestly, man, I mean, the fact is, if you say the dude can go from mayor to to president in this day and age, then hell, maybe. Like, for, like what I said. I, I don't even think this day and age, but I, I just want to shut up because I want to move on because the, the poop has just got too much time from you. Okay. <laughs> from you. We were trying to move the uh, Ms. Com- Ms. Com- Ms. Yeah. I'm not a fan, but I'll let y'all speak to it. All right, let me let me speak on, on Kamala Harris, right? Here's the thing. I like Kamala Harris a lot. I think she's well spoken. She had this town hall thing where I was watching and uh it was it was a little it was, she went on like the whole time. She went like perfect the whole time, but she was damn good in it, especially she finished strong. And I think she's someone that the people the more they get to know her, the more they'll like her, you know what I'm saying? But um I don't see her like uh, overthrowing any of these top people. Like Brian, what do you think about Kamala Harris? I don't like her voice. Mm. Man, I swear yeah. to God. He, well, you nailed I, it for me. That's I know that's shallow yeah. for me, but you nailed it for the, me. The dogs, I, like, you know, a lot of this shit is shallow. Like, mm-hmm. we just spoke about Pete Buttigieg, and, you know, it's really about this, him being gay. Fuck the mayor shit. Like, you know, it really is. That, that's really what no, it, it is. No, it is. You're right. It is. And, and then the thing with, the thing with um, Kamala Harris, like, I, I, I don't like her voice. I, mm-hmm. I, I have a problem with it. Um... You know, maybe she could put, you know, actually not even maybe. She's high on the list of maybe, of, of, um, vice presidents. You know what I mean? Oh, vice president. Like, I, I love her all yeah. day. 
Yeah, yeah. All she's dead. high on the list of vice president. But I, I don't I don't like her voice. As far as her politics and all the rest of that stuff, like I'm good with all that. Like, you know, yeah, like the issue might be you talking about crime bills and all the people she put in jail. Like, she was a prosecutor. That's you know, that was her job. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like so I'm not really gonna knock that too too heavy. But yeah, I don't like her voice. Is I, it, you know, it, I don't wanna go too hard. Isn't Kamala um isn't Kamala your that's your choice, right? Nope. Oh, okay. I thought that's who you was, who was hard that you that you was on. But we can move on then. Do you have you have any thoughts on well, Kamala? But we, well, I think we should say yeah. Oh, ahead, Joe. Nah, Ant, you can talk on Kamala if you want. No, no, no. I'm good. Good. Yeah. Oh, but no. Nah, I mean, before, before we before we go, like um, you said, like her voice and <laughs> prosecutor shit and all of that, like, and she she's up there. But but as a vice president, I, I would like her there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I would like absolutely. if she got that role because I think she's a strong candidate. She's really intelligent. You know what I'm saying? Even though I don't like her voice, she's well-spoken and she has great yeah. ideas. And if she got in as a vice president, maybe that could be a springboard for her to become maybe president. You know what I'm saying? But the goal, Yeah, people get used to her. Yeah, you know, that's pretty much it. But I just want to say that piece on her. I mean, we, you know, we respect what she stands for, you know what I'm saying? And just the optics of it is dope. Having a sister, like, you know, be that high in the... Um, I mean, she has to be like she has to be one of the most high, the highest like profile like Democratic candidates, right? As far as Black women goes, right? Oh, she's uh, in, in history. I'm, I mean, well, I'm talking about in terms of polls, right? Like she, she she's up. I mean, let Stacey Abrams hit hit the if Stacey Abrams started to run, she pull higher. Okay. Well, well, I mean, she just didn't for whatever reason she decided not to run because she's fighting for voter rights or whatever. But like, I, no, I get what you're saying. She's the highest. She's the highest that's running right now that we yeah. that we've seen. Absolutely. But um, but it, next to even Stacey Abrams, um, what's the sister's name that that was um with Barack Obama all the time? Uh, oh, uh, her his assistant, the light skin oh, shorty. Just, yeah, it's funny. The light skin sister. I just saw her recently yeah. on something like or like absolutely. Right. So, I mean, they've been, you know, but I understand what you're saying, though. Yeah, it's, I mean, Kamala Harris is, is up there as far as I go. And then, you know, a lot of people might might not uh, agree with this or like this, but also um, Condoleezza Rice. Oh, yeah. No, I, I like Condoleezza you know what I mean? Rice. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, there, there's there's a lot, you know, there she Kamala isn't she's she's has the ability to reach the high plateau. But, you know, she isn't the highest profile black woman that we've seen. Condoleezza Rice would be the NFL commissioner before she'd be president. Yeah, I mean, I was supporting for her to yeah. get that shit. Yeah, I mean, but too, if, I if Condoleezza Rice... Get that too. But, but if Condoleezza Rice... Because she wants the NFL... Um, no, no, yeah, that's why I said that. Yeah, yeah. But, but, um, but, you know, Condoleezza Rice wasn't under the, um, the Bush administration, and, and if she was under the Clinton administration or even the Obama, Obama administration... Yeah. She'd be celebrating yeah, then, a lot more. She'd be a star. Yeah, then she'd be a star. So yeah. I, I just... We, we look at her a lot different. America looks at her a lot different because of where she was at. I mean, I remember the time when, I, when Bush was next to her and said, I love um, Condoleezza. Am I allowed to see, say that? See, I remember when he said that. Yeah, to y'all, to y'all was hating George W. a whole bunch. I mean, I may be all well. I, I, I never really had too much of a problem with him. That's, wow. that's just me. That's me. I mean, I don't like the way he let people run the shit. I mean, after seeing and learning all the stuff about behind the scenes, I think he let motherfuckers that had their own agendas run too much shit. But 
as like oh, as a person and as what like the whole thing like when I seen it seemed like it was a good. I mean, dude. he was cool to have a beer with and all the rest of that, Joe. But <laughs> we're in two years with him. We went we went to two two major wars because of him. Um, you, you look at um New Orleans after nine uh, after um Hurricane Katrina, mm-hmm. and you know they, he didn't send anybody in for da- disaster relief for massive days. There was a lot of black people that died. I mean, sitting there and saying that we had a problem with George Bush, it wasn't like it was unfa- unwarranted. He made jokes about this shit on on. on on little specials and shit running around. Where are the weapons of mass destruction while young black people were dying over there in Iraq and coming back with PTSD? So, I, no, I definitely did have an issue with George W. Bush, and I still do. Yeah, I, I, don't have a problem, I don't have a problem with him as a person, but him, him and his presidency, yes, there were very warranted issues to have with George Bush. Well, yeah, and I think he fell way too back. But, I mean, you know, I mean, shout out to Kamala Harris, you know what I'm saying? I wish I was on the whole thing, but, you know, we can go from Kamala to an even stronger female candidate. With Elizabeth Warren. Warren. Now that's the person, yeah. and I'll just speak my piece. And again, this is somebody again that's just speaking directly to me with her education platform. Right. I don't know if she's gonna be able to do it or not, but what she's talking about speaks directly to me because I think education is the backbone of a lot of things, whether you go on to college or not, just education, period. It's just like the back, just give a person <laughs> let, let them be able to read, write so that they, if they're creative. Mm-hmm. They need to go on from, from high school to go on and be that creative. Let them be able to do that or have a school or something that nourishes that creativity to go and do something better. Those are the things that are are core to me when people talk about what are your core values, what are you looking for? Like if a person knocks on my door and says, hey, what are you looking for in the Kennedy? I'm like, saying, listen, I'm looking at my school system. I'm looking at what what's going to be for the future for my children. And, you know, when I'm gone, like what are they going to, how are they going to sustain in this life. Well, go ahead, B. I know you started to talk real quick. Oh, no, I, I, I obviously was, you know, you were passionate. I wasn't even going to cut you off. Um, <laughs> but, no, but what I was, I was say going to say is, yeah, no, but what I was going to say is this. Elizabeth Warren was one of my favorite people when she came onto the scene in my life um, as far as 2007 and 2008, where we, nobody knew what, the, what was in the books in these banks. I'm talking about the bank crashes when the stock market crashed before Obama got in there during the end of the Bush administration that Joe just tried to hype. Yeah, <laughs> that period of time, we we um we didn't know what the hell was in the books. And then this person, Elizabeth Warren, who was just a Harvard professor, pops on the scene and opens up the books because she actually read the shit. She told us what the CDR squared was, the um collateral debt obligations that they squared and. And and you never knew what was in all this this paper and debt and all the rest of this shit. She and then she stayed on the scene during the Obama administration, and Obama created um, the consumer. Um, uh, uh, I I want to call it consumer rights uh, commissioner. It was something like that 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 um, was later destroyed because the Republicans destroyed it. But she was the head of that, and and she was just out there trying to fight for consumer rights. I literally read her book. You know what I mean? Like, and there is no point in time where this woman has ever let me down as far as on the political stage or as far as anything she's said. Because I, you know, anytime that she's said something, um, she, even, even running this election, she put all her whole platform out there while everybody else was trying to hide and not come with the things that, that they believe in or the, the bills that they would vote for. She actually has bills that are out there that you can actually read if you are willing to, okay? And I was wondering, like, well, why is this not breaking through? Why is this not breaking through? And then she started to break through. 
You know what I mean? Like the one thing that she may be doing that that's not breaking that that uh, that's kind of hindering her rise is that the main candidates, short of Joe Biden, who has the name cachet, have gone on Fox News, and she's specifically boycotted Fox News because of the propaganda that they promote and et cetera. But Elizabeth Warren is an amazing candidate to me. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like I even you know like li- listen, I, I, listen to what Alex just said. She put out a platform. He understood it. He knew what the fuck it meant. It was right for him. You know what I mean? And it was like, all right, shit, let's get this shit started. Implement it. You know what I mean? And that's the thing that Elizabeth Warren does. She's a every, she's a every man that's a woman. And she gets, she gets to the heart of an issue. And she speaks in plain English. And you understand it as soon as she says it. Yeah, let me just, uh, before you go, Joe, let me just speak to what um, B was talking about, the, what she served as a chair on. She served as a chair on the Congressional Oversight Panel of the Troubled Asset Relief Program and was instrumental in the creation of the Consumer Financial Protection Bureau, for yeah. which she served as its uh, first special advisor. Go yeah, ahead. she was a Go Consumer Financial yeah. she, That was created, actually, for her, and then the Republicans boycotted her, and they wouldn't let her be the head of it, and so she just became an advisor. Right. Go ahead, Joe. No, I mean, I like Elizabeth Warren, and... Uh, Brian has shared all of that before. Um, I think like in like a group chat or something like that. I don't know if we're going to pod or anything like that. But yeah, I mean, he makes it sound really dope. And I mean, I like her. You know, I, I think she can be elected as president. I don't know. People look at her and they kind of see like Hillary Clinton. You know what I'm saying? And I, I just don't feel like she's that electable. You know, God bless her. On Saturday, she's going to turn 70. Um, I don't know. I keep bringing up the age shit. I just do. You know what I'm saying? It just... I just don't feel like we go from one old ass president to another one, you know. And to be a woman, I, I just don't know. So I don't really have much substance to give to her. But you know, God bless her and happy birthday. But she's um, only she's only. But are you saying because she's about to be seventy? Well, I mean, I just threw that in there because I'm talking because yeah, yeah older, because, uh, because no, no, older, I get no, no. I think I know what you. I know what you're cause saying. Because I'm, cause I'm looking at we got the, the old. Ages. Yeah, because I'm looking at the old. We got the old candidates. We got her and Bernie and uh and Biden, and we got the. The ones that are more like the age group I like, like Kamala and them. Then we got young ass Pete Buttigieg. You know what I'm saying? Right. So I mean, like, I'm just, I'm just looking at the optics of it all. You know what I'm saying? That's just me. But if she became president, that would be dope because all I've heard was good things about her over the past day. Yeah. And I remember thinking when Hillary Clinton was running, it's like, man, we wish it was her instead. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, because Hillary was like, you know, so ingrained. That, that's another thing, like. Not to go back to Biden, but when you got like these old people that have been like uh, in like uh, in like the civil service for so long, you got yeah. like Biden who did shit that you look at now and it's like fucking crazy. But if you look at that shit in the eighties, then it's like, oh, it makes sense. You know what I'm saying? That, that's so, why it's hard to be a senator. Yeah. Yeah, because it, it comes back to Biden. Oh, you voted for this? This did not go the way that yeah, yeah. it should have went. Yeah. It went totally left. And it's like because they're looking there, at it 20, 20, 30 years down the line, where you can see the full effect. Here's the thing. I remember when, um, first off, um, Elizabeth Warren beat a very popular senator in the state of Massachusetts yeah, to I'm become sure. the senator. It, no, that's New York. No, but, um, but, but really, Elizabeth Warren, I didn't even want her to run for politics. Like, I just wanted her to stay out of this shit because she was just so too good. Yeah. Like, anytime she talked, anytime she said something, I got information. I just got smarter every time she talked. Literally, any time I was a fiend for oh Elizabeth, like it was it was that way, and she yeah. still kind of does that, but she can't talk as much because now she's in politics and everything affects her. She's someone I would have loved if she would have been able to like get in as like a vice president, 
That's why I'm like, yeah. kind of like comma get in there and then kind of because the vice president, it's like you can kind of come in there all damn near anonymous to like most of the <laughs> most of the country, you know. They just yeah, know that you oil it. Yeah, it's like, I don't know who the fuck it is. Like, I forget who Hillary ran with. You know what I'm saying? And she was almost president. Like mm-hmm. Tim Kaine, yeah. yeah. Yo, you're right. I definitely did not. I could. I was racking my brain that quick. Mm-hmm. He, he, was, he was a governor of um of Virginia. Was he governor or senator? He was a governor of Virginia, I believe. I don't like him. Or senator. But, yo, let's, let's get into uh, let's get into Booker. Warren. Booker, and I, I don't Corey know. Booker. Corey that Joe's man. I, I really got nothing to say about him. I think, I, I think he looks weird. He sounds weird. I think I think I I, I kind of like Cory Booker as far as substance goes, and then nothing else. I mean, the thing with Cory Booker is like I thought that Cory Booker was gonna, uh, I thought Cory Booker was gonna rise to be the president right after Obama. Like I saw like I saw like where he was going with it. Like I remember being back in school when he was trying to fight Sharp James to be a uh, mayor of North. You know what I'm saying? And just yeah. seeing him then, it's like okay, yeah, this guy is using the stepping stone. Like I thought that he was gonna become mayor of North. Then become either a governor of New Jersey or or senator, and he became a senator like I thought. And I thought the next step would be president. And as much as I, I as much as I like him, I've seen him speak in like uh, in person twice. And he's real captivating. He's really intelligent. He's a real scholar. You know what I'm saying? He's, he's 50 years old. He's writing a nice age range that I like in terms of like presidential candidates and stuff. But like Brian said, it's like you can like his policy and maybe think he's a good person, but he doesn't have like that swagger. And like he talks, so he talks weird. He does, and 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 for another thing, like a lot of folks think he's gay, and that it, it shouldn't matter. You know what I'm saying? It shouldn't I matter. Thought we dis- but... I thought we dispelled that rumor on this. Yeah, I'm about we, to we, say. We, we, he we got one of the baddies. Yeah. But but I mean that's the thing though, Rosario Dawson. But she also dated like Eric Andre, so she looked like she down to take one for the team, and yeah. she's really <laughs> she's real shit. She's real political now. So post this clip. Like, Go ahead. And she's real nah, political now, I get so it. it's like she yeah. would. She seemed like she would be down to like be this nigga's like you know little prop and shit, maybe just to take more for the team for a really good man if it can help him become president. Now, I mean, I don't know the. I mean, I'm I don't have no intimate knowledge of him being gay. You just hear shit, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? But you know, <laughs> like. I mean, shit, yo, Anthony, you you got ties to North, man. You, say you, yo, you, Anthony, you, you got ties to North. Yo, yo, you got ties to North. Yo, so you know, so you know the Corey, right? That's yo, a wild transition. That's a wild transition. <laughs> <laughs> yo, yo, I got ties to North. I went to college in North. I grew up like nah, fifteen man. minutes from nah, North. It's like, too late. You can't take. Nah, that. yeah, you can't take. But no, I know, I know. Anne can probably speak. The think of you riding for Anne, yo. That's fucked up. But <laughs> nah, it it's, it's not his time. In and maybe four years or eight years, I think he'll be ready. But you got candidates like Biden. You got Warren. It, it, it's, it's not. It, I think he, he's. Like what you would expect and how the process should go if you're going to build a president, you have this backstory of taking over an incumbent dominant mayor, you're growing your national profile, you move up in office and so on and so forth. But there was always something about him that just didn't seem believable. It's like like he seems a bit too polished. Like he like yeah. everything's going to be focused to getting that job. Like like that's his end game. That's his goal. And everything he does up until that point. Makes it seem that way, and like I said, he, even with all the policy, he seems a bit. Um, I say this nicely, a little bit awkward, a little bit. Yeah, he talks weird. Yeah, mm-hmm. it, like and like it's, it's yeah, it's very strong and compact and proper, 
Like yeah, he, I don't like the way the nigga talk, man. He he's he speaks like you think a president should sound. This nigga that sound nigga. like Ant and shit. He look he looks like he looks like the dude out of the movie. Yeah, these Newark niggas, man. Yo, I'm telling you, man. Ant. Coy No, we don't compare people to Trump, yo. Like, I'm not doing that because I would have stopped it back there. Like, when you was talking about that mayor shit, I'd be like, yo, look who the fuck we have as president. Like, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, we're not doing that. You know what I mean? Like, so, no, the Trump administration is like a blemish on our record. We're going to act like that's not the status quo. And we're going to move past that shit. And I think I, I don't want no black dude looking like a fucking weirdo in the vice president's office. I don't want that. All right, cool. So we're going to let the brother live and uh, cap that off. And we're going to go to this the last mm-hmm. candidate we have on the list. I'm not going to say her name. No, I'm not going to say it. I just said Klondike. Brian, you said Klondike Amy Klobuchar. Amy Klobuchar. We're going to call her Amy, right? That's her name, Amy. Senator Amy. Senator Amy. And she is like the the lowest of the people that is possibly worth mentioning. <laughs> Damn. I mean, no, I'm not even. I, I'm not sure of that though a- anymore. It, it used to be that, but she's been ra- rising up the ranks, literally seems, pretty quickly. Now I don't know her, so I'm gonna let y'all talk about it. But from what I when I, when I heard her speak, she seemed she seemed to be. Very well, we're not gonna talk about her much because it's not a lot to say. But I'm just saying she's been rising up the ranks. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I mean she has. Thing. You know, it, it, it's um, you know, the more she talks, the more she invites people. Listen, I'm not a Midwesterner, but mm-hmm. I'll tell you something about Midwesterners: they like other Midwesterners, <laughs> and mm-hmm. you it's know, that I mean? simple. And yeah, and there's a, and there's enough of them, and she understands the conversation um, that Midwesterners have. And you know who else likes Midwesterners? Uh, Northwesterners and South um, Westerners. So it's like she has a portion of the country. So you're talking about the map. Kind of, yeah, that she can kind of speak. She has a portion of the country that she kind of speaks to. And she's, she's kind of pinpointed that and been able to talk. And quiet as it kept, you know, Elizabeth Warren is a Midwesterner also. Mm-hmm. She just ended up, because of her time working at Harvard, mm-hmm. she was able to run from like Oklahoma. Son, right? Yeah, she's yeah. from Oklahoma. Yeah. But she, but she was, because of her time working at Harvard, she was able to run in, um, for Senate in Massachusetts. And that's why she's Massachusetts Senator. So she looked at it a little bit differently than a Klobuchar, who, had, who still has a stronger accent than, a, um, than Elizabeth Warren. But, you know, they put forth uh, uh, the type of policies that would affect the people that, you know, they, they have farms and they have jobs and they come home from work and they, they raise their family class and they talk to these people. That's that's who Elizabeth Warren and Klobuchar is. But I'll but I'll still look at Klobuchar as Elizabeth Warren light. Yeah. I mean, and the whole thing. I mean, it seems dope. You know what I'm saying? I'm glad they got all these candidates in there. Yeah. And I'm glad it's I mean, yeah. it's early as hell. So we'd be able to weed out a whole bunch. Yeah. And then. uh Yo, but let me let me actually let me just to cap this real quick. Let me actually let me ask you a question. Who out of the out of these that we just talked about do you think has a chance to stick and stay on 
with whoever becomes president. Because, you know, it would be like, so Barack won, then Hillary became um, uh, Secretary of State. Like, who would, who do you see, who would you think about that would might be able to stick and have, be, be in this the cabinet? Mm-hmm. This is the field. This is the field, right? It really kind of so, depends on, oh, oh, no, go ahead. No, go ahead. I, 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 I was just uh, going to say, like, I thought, like, as far as that question goes, I think it really depends on who actually wins, you know what I'm saying? And what relationships they might have with the other, like, candidates that fall before them, if they bring them in, like, the cabinet and shit like that, like. Oh, no, but... I, and and I understand where where Joe's coming from, and and you know he's he's right. Um, I was going to take a different direction. What I'll say is this: the reason a lot of these people are running is because it gains them cachet in a Democratic Party. Mm-hmm. And so there's certain people who are running, like who what they call white knights in politics. They're running to push forward an issue. Okay, mm-hmm. so some of them are that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then some of them are running because it'll raise their cachet in the party and they'll be in spaces to be able to be in these major positions, secretary of state and on down or head of the Democratic Party or even moving up to the where if they decide, oh, okay, I want to run for governor at some point in time, mm-hmm. I could be that. You know what I mean? So it, it pushes, it changes your cachet when you run for president. It just Definitely. does. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, so a lot of these people, they're them gaining um, name recognition like Klobuchar we don't know what's what's next for her or or a um Elizabeth Warren they're 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 serious candidates because they're already senators and senators are at the high office okay Mm -hmm. so the only thing that you can move them to is if you wanted to become a secretary of something major you know what I mean yeah so those are the people like Booker and, 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 and those guys like those, that's it. So but I 100 percent believe that the senators, when they run for us, uh, for president, they're 100 percent running for, for president because there's nothing else to gain. You pull out because for senators, all those bad votes that you took that you actually had to make a vote on, Matter. they get they get. Yeah, they get pulled up. And so there's no benefit. Now, if you're in the House of Representatives or if you're a mayor or if you're a governor and you're running, then that's one of the Blasio. He needed more cachet in the Democratic Party. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So he ran. You know, there was no other benefit for, for him running because he's not going to win. Because he knows he's for, not going to win. Yeah, he knows he's not going to win. So, you know, th- so those guys, they, they, they get cachet by running. Like, Hickenlooper, I think he speaks to a certain segment. He's another Midwesterner. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Very popular governor. Had great, had great position. Really, he should be higher in the ranks, except for he doesn't have a lot of name recognition. And a lot of people probably don't like. I just threw his name out there. And yeah, I didn't you know what you, like, what yeah, I did not know. What yeah, I did not know. Yeah, so said. yeah, but he was the former governor of um of of, of Colorado, and really he was a great governor, and, and he has a lot of cachet in the Democratic Party. So I think he, somebody like him, I think he thought he was going to win. Um, win. He thinks he's going to get better, but but it, it hasn't really caught on. And I think he said, well, at worst. I'm I'm up next somewhere. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I, I so that's, I think that's how that happens. And that's how the whole thing comes. I mean, that's what it really much comes down to. I mean, you got all you got twenty two people, how many running, mm-hmm. and at least two thirds of them know they really don't have a real shot to get it. Yeah. Maybe it's, it's like them in the bottom think they might, but they they know. It's like what you told me. It's like what you were talking about to me the other day, Joe, when you, we were talking about jobs, and you were like, "Man, yo, you take this job." You know what I mean? For this, you know, fifty thousand on for for like a year or so, and then you get to eighty, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like that—that's really what it is. 
they just take it. This you you have to be. They they continuously called Barack Obama a political athlete. You know why? Because he was a freaking political athlete. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And and if you're a political athlete for a year, you get rewarded. It's like being in the NBA. Yeah, I mean, before we get off this, I mean, we talked about all these candidates, and I know some people might listen to it and think that oh, some some of the uh, at some of the candidates we talked about, it was kind of superficial. We talked about like their mannerisms or how they look and shit like that. But that's just important. And I know that, um, again, the uh, debates are going to be on the 25th or 26th. We're probably going to record on the 25th, so we won't be able to get you the full thing. But the podcast Mm -hmm. after the next one, we'll be able to, like, really break down what we saw in certain candidates from those first debates and see what they tried to highlight. So, I mean, I'm going to say that. Yeah, so basically we just gave you a rundown, though, for lack of a better term, the free agent field. For who America wants to sign as the next, who, who they want to sign, who you want to sign. You want to sign Biden, you want to sign Bernie, Booker. It's a myriad of people that's out there. So make sure you do your homework. We you know we're definitely going to bring you back, bring, um, bring all the information back to you, but we're going to break right now and be right back to it. Go. It was the fifth anniversary of our New York Knicks taking on the Houston Rockets and some little thing that was happening in between there. I don't know, something on the highway. With a little Bronco chase that kind of interjected into one of the greatest finals of all time, <laughs> and wow. I, and basically, you know, our man OJ, no, excuse me, <laughs> y'all's <laughs> man OJ has has been out here, and I and I brought it up, you know, because I have been seeing him chatty 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 patty on Twitter, and it makes sense now, coinciding with this 25th anniversary of the um, Bronco chase. That he was kind of chatty, chatty, patty out there talking about Chloe's not his. Talking about he never had no relations with, uh, uh, as as uh, B would say, the greatest white woman in America. <laughs> uh, history, American history, <laughs> American Chris history. Chris, yeah, Chris, Chris Jenner. Yeah, yeah, Chris Jenner. Greatest white woman in America history. <laughs> how, how y'all feel? How y'all feel about OG on Twitter? Anybody? Any of y'all following him? I, um, no, I've seen this shit because you know it's everybody, <laughs> everybody retweeted. As soon as he, yeah. as soon as it happened. Everybody retweeted the shit, and honestly, I don't really go on Twitter uh, enough to like read what what's on Twitter. Mm-hmm. But um, er- the fact that everybody retweeted it, it like it showed up as a um. A it thing. became a thing, yeah. No, yeah, it showed up on my. It showed up as an alert for me. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. everybody like it was mm-hmm. like oh, all these people retweeted this. You should see it, and it was like OJ and shit, and everybody like oh OJ's on Twitter. Like it was just fucking crazy. Yeah. And then he was saying he needed he had some people he needed to get back at, and so that was kind of crazy because <laughs> <laughs> niggas know he murders niggas, so it's like, it's like yo, please no. yeah. <laughs> like how you getting back at this nigga? But you know whatever. It's like OJ did a line of dust, and then they gave him his phone. Wow. <laughs> dead ass, nah, dead ass. That's how it was. Yo, and OJ got like OJ has uh, now uh, seven hundred thirty four point three thousand followers as we record this. And uh, nigga, he said have more. I'm crazy. It's crazy that he don't have more. You know why he doesn't have more? Because there's a lot of Twitter motherfuckers that don't really know who the fuck OJ is. Besides, like a little joke that they probably ain't even care about. Mm. Nah, you know why he don't? You know why he don't have more? He's a funky. It's because people like me, you could just add him to a list and not really say you follow him. Uh-huh. I'm about to do that. OJ follows eight people. Uh, well, eight eight accounts. He follows the PGA Tour. He follows the Buffalo Bills. He follows the NFL. UFC football. The Heisman Trophy and uh, a couple of and one, an attorney and See, a, his son. That's how you know. Like eight. That's how you know OJ pussy, yo. You know that's how you know OJ pussy. 
Mm-hmm. If he was real, he'd fire a, he'd follow a knife company or something like that. You know <laughs> yo. I mean? Some obscure knife company you no know, niggas never heard of before. Yeah, that's how you, yo, OJ was real. He'd do if that. I was OJ, I y'all got on that shit and I would have followed nothing but the Kardashians and let y'all niggas run with it. Yeah, I mean, o- OJ weird. I mean, OJ posted little videos talking about you got to get back at this and trying to set story straight. I'm looking at OJ Twitter now. The last shit he posted said, I'm taking an early look at fantasy football. Patrick Mahomes was my clear number one. Yo. But, uh, I mean, fuck, man. <laughs> it's, like it's funny because it's OJ. Like, it's weird. Yo, it's normal if it's yo. anybody else. Yeah. yeah but, yo, no, you got to tell us the stories, dog. Well, shut the fuck yeah. up. Like, where the knife at, though? You know what I'm saying? Did you have help? <laughs> There's no Boy, double check. Yeah. No, no, no. Go ahead, Ant. What you say? Who's OJ playing fantasy football with, though? Me. Mad people. Yeah, OJ. I play fantasy Yo, football. Yo, dog. I would play fantasy football with OJ right now. He's probably top of my list, bro. <laughs> yo, <laughs> if, if OJ was like, yo, can we play fantasy football? I'd pay. No. <laughs> Nigga, show up at your draft. Like, <laughs> Nigga, that a juice? Like, Nah, I'm out of here. Yeah, man, I, yo, I go, man. Don't act like that. And, yo, you really not that person, yo. I ain't pussy. That's don't fuck with him. What you come... Like, like, like Joe said, like, it's been 25 years. Most of the people that are popping on Twitter have zero idea who the fuck this guy is. Mm-hmm. Like, who's this old man? Then when they reach up, like, oh, he murdered some niggas and he went to prison for robbery. Like, nah. I, I, I think the exact opposite. They probably look at I that was about to like say, thank you. Thank you, Alex. First off, these people know who OJ is because Cooper Gurney Jr. Paid, played him. His cachet is through the roof because the juice is loose. He was just let loose a couple years ago. Man, yo, that was news. And, yeah, that was brand new news, yo. Twitter was popping when that happened. What y'all talking about? OJ being out, man, this is the greatest thing in American history. <laughs> I mean, it's weird. You, I mean, on it's, Twitter, it's, it's, it's interesting. Now, you know, you know what? You know what? OJ did the hard. I mean, he didn't really do the hardest shit. A lot of people do this, but OJ being out and having his money because he lived in Florida and you can't touch the NFL pension. Well, you can't touch pensions in the state of Florida is the illest shit ever because they can't sue him for that money. So mm-hmm. he's still living off the high horse because he was. At a level of a player where he uh, uh, he accumulated a lot of money and the pension is still living off it, still living off it, nice. Keep yeah. fucking that pussy, OJ. <laughs> yeah, man. I'm, I'm, yeah, man. You know what? I, I, I salute OJ for right. for still being alive and hating on the black you know what I'm man saying? and still having some money and still right. being able to just pop up one day on Twitter and get like three quarters of a million people to follow you and shit in like about a week. To God, and it's gonna be a million. Why does Maybach music follow OJ? I don't know. Maybach Damn, music. Why would he? <laughs> I mean, why would he? Maybach music group follow OJ. Yo, if you, yo, it's OJ Simpson. Y'all crazy? Yeah. Joe looking I mean, through that list. He's looking for somebody. Who you looking I'm, for, Joe? I'm checking. No, I'm you looking, looking for me. You looking to see if Chloe follow him. Yeah, no, I don't know. I see Nori follow him. Shout out to Nori, yo. Nah, yo, Nori know him. Yeah, Nori know him. Oh, Nori, can I play golf with him and shit? No, remember when Nori, remember nah, when Nori talked about him, that he story. He's the original oh, murderer. He's yeah. like, the original. Yeah, uh, you the original yeah, murder yeah. unit. And he was like, hey, hey, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But OJ9, you talk about that Bronco chase. That shit was wild. Like, I remember watching the finals and just eventually seeing him cut to that shit. And I wasn't even mad because 
it's funny because I knew who OJ was, but I was more of a basketball fan than a football fan. So I didn't know how great he was. I just knew he was in like some movies and shit. And he was always smiling and he was in the Hurts commercial, shit like that. And yeah, it, it was just naked it was a wild ass time. Yeah. Yeah, he was the OJ... naked gun guy. It was cool. But mm-hmm. yeah. well, you know, I mean, I just, I always thought the Knicks was going to hurry up and win that series. So yeah. I knew yeah. that he just popped in. Yeah, I mean, that, that I was, was, I think he dropped the show. I was he that that shit, but I want just real quick on some serious shit on OJ. As a person that's like a football fanatic, mm-hmm. OJ was one of the illest running backs to ever walk on the field. I'll just say that if you don't know what I'm talking about, get your YouTube out. That nigga was a problem on the field. You talking about the finesse of Barry Sanders, but the size of but the size of Walter Payton, and he was moving. He was moving out there like a damn horse, and nobody could stop him. Mm-hmm. But we can move on from that. Let's get into what happened last week. Yeah. Uh, these NBA files and King Kawhi. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how you do his laugh or whatever. I mean, if someone told that. like Ron Goldman a joke when OJ was stabbing him, that's the laugh you would have gave. Yo, that's poor Jesus taste. Shame Christ. on me. Right. But you know, God bless. You know, his family got some money. They got a couple mil. You know what I mean? But God bless. Shout out to Kawhi though, because uh, Kawhi was like kind of left for dead by a lot of people uh, last year. That's why they was able to move him to Toronto and not really give up nothing crazy for the type of play that we kind of thought he was or was about to be, you know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. people thought like then, Kawhi, yo, Kawhi is good enough that he, he's like, he was, I think he was number three in MVP votes the year before he uh, got hurt and missed most of that season. Yep. And, uh, they moved him and Danny Green, who was a damn good like three point shooter and defender. Yeah, they moved him, did. yeah. They moved him for Demar Derozan and trash and a first round pick. Demar Derozan, mm-hmm. some dude is trash and a pick. You know what I'm saying? And that shit turned into a fucking championship. If you Demar Derozan, how do you feel? I'm Demar Derozan. He's already mad. He already said it. Oh, he already he spoke on it. I ain't yeah, it. he's already yeah. going through depression and shit. Remember, he yeah. came out and said, man, I'm going through depression. I was like, oh, DeMar DeRozan. Then the white man came out <laughs> fucking uh, Kevin Love. I suffered with depression, too. Like, oh, my goodness, Kevin Love. Yeah. And then DeMar DeRozan was probably All a little more Cali depressed niggas. and shit. <laughs> they didn't care about his black ass no more. Yeah. But now, nah, I mean, it, it's, a, it's an ill situation. And I know DeMar DeRozan really got to be, like, you know, really sad because, shit, he has to feel like that it's his game would elevate maybe a little bit more because he was doing it. He, he stepped his game up. That if he would have caught, you know, the East without LeBron, and he would have caught the fucking uh, the Golden State Warriors losing KD, KD and, and Clay. losing Clay, he gotta feel like, yo, son, <clears throat> I probably could have pulled that shit off. Go ahead and be. I know you got something. To say. You don't think so? Um, n- nah, I do think so. Oh, you do think they? I'm, they, I'm they saying. Would've... Yeah. <laughs> I'm saying he would have. I'm saying he got a feel. I'm not saying that it's totally yeah. true. Oh, okay. But, but, okay, but he has. I'm, to I'm the a, one that that would have would think so though. Like, yeah, you know, he, I'm he was, the guy here. Yeah, you were the year yeah. early on um the Raptors. Yeah, like I, you know, I, I this is the Raptors have been winning the East for a little bit now, and they've been one of the best teams in the East for a little bit now. And all they did was trade out the Rosen. For Kawhi Leonard and, and Danny like, oh. Green, that's ill. Yeah, and and then they ended then. Yeah, so it was like, all right, so shit, like, nah, and added Marcus Hall and, and Gasol midseason later yeah. on, and that's crazy. Like, like, so it was just like they added Marcus Hall like the middle of the season. It was just all crazy. Mm-hmm. Everything that they pulled off, this dude 
this wild African cat, you know what I mean, just able to pull off any move that he wants. He fleeced the Knicks, you know what I mean, in the in the Carmelo Anthony trade. Mm. Then grew his cash out, went to Toronto, you know what I mean? Did that, you know what I mean? Got that shit popping, wanted to get shipped there. Like, so now look at Denver after after Masai was there. Then look at, um, now look at Toronto after Masai is there. Trying to get him. And this young cat, and the only thing, only thing Masai does is get the illest dudes and assault police officers, yo. He's ill. Yeah. Like, he's the illest <laughs> black man on earth. And get away with it. And get away mm-hmm. with it. Yeah. Assault the police on, officer, then like two minutes later, he holding the fucking hand. <laughs> the, yeah, the like, yo, y'all can't do anything, son. Yeah. Oh, come man. on, man. But now it was, it was honest, honestly, even with the injuries, I think the injuries really added to like the story of the finals. It had to be one of the most, it had to be one of the most uh, exciting like series in a while. Yeah, it had to be. I, I thought, I felt like it was even more exciting. Well, it's kind of a toss up in like recent history for me, like between that one and when they went seven Golden State and LeBron and then got that for Cleveland. That was dope, but this might have been even doper. Yeah, this is way better. Yeah, this is way really? You thought this yeah. was way better? I thought it was anti-climatic yeah. because of the injuries. Nah, I know the injuries no. made it better because it's like made you got better. the super team. And you I, know, I know. I'm, I understand that it made it better, but I'm saying it made it anticlimactic. Nah, because they got a team no, who won. never no, no, won a championship no, ever. They won. And, and, and then they won it. And... You never actually knew who was gonna win the series. Yeah, and the real like you that's never shit because like, even when they were up, oh, you were thinking like, yeah. damn, well, Golden State could on the on the and the shit was and shit was the only thing that would have made it even better would have been if Steph Curry would have made that shot. You know what I'm saying? He makes that yeah. shot, they win the game. On the low, got a game seven. On the low, the Raptors could have swept them because if they won game two like they were supposed to, they collapsed down the down. They collapsed down the. Um, they collapsed. Okay. I'm sorry, my daughter's just handing me something. But they they collapsed down the what's that? Like the last three minutes because they were up, and then oh. Steph and Clay hit them threes. That's what made it. You know great. what I'm saying? Then, and then that would then, then it was a wrap because they literally could have swept them. Yeah, but see, that's the thing. That's what made it such a great series, mm-hmm. though, Alex. It wasn't about the amount of games. It was about the score in each game. Yeah. It was about how. But, each but game I'm not saying out. it wasn't it was a never... great. I'm not saying it wasn't a great series. Joe just so made I don't a direct. Know if you know what we're saying. I di- he just made a direct um, correlation to that LeBron series, and I, that's what I was relating it to. No, nah, it was way better than the LeBron series. I'm gonna like tell you that. why. Every game mm-hmm. was Every... a toss up. Yep. Like there was no game that was a given. Every game, if you watched the games. There was no game. Every game came down to it, yo. And you just had to figure it out. Like, damn, what was going to happen? Mm-hmm. And the whole time, you kind of wondering, like, even through the playoffs and, you, and definitely, like, well, more so in the conference finals than the finals, you didn't pay much attention to it. But you had Kawhi fucking, like, limping every so often and shit, looking yeah. like he And it was like, yo, it was hurt the whole finals. Yeah, and it was like, yo, is Kawhi going to go down? Because he goes down, you know what I'm saying? Is he going to go down? Oh, shit, Clay back. He dropped in 30. This is crazy. They about to go to game seven. Then Clay go down, and it's a fucking, and it's a, what, what, a, a torn ACL? And then this yeah. motherfucker came back and, like, almost like Kobe with the Achilles did the two uh, yeah. free Hit throws. The free and, throws. Yeah. and Clay Thompson in the back running, jogging, doing, like, trying to get back in. And the next wow. thing you know, this nigga going like crutches going out, and it's like, damn. There was everybody fought so hard these finals. Mm-hmm. There was so much. You even saw, yo, this is how you know it was a great final. Say it. 
Kyle Lowry. That's exactly. Yo, I was just, yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah, I, 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 I be on Kyle Lowry. Like, I got, like, he held yo, it down. He held it down. Like honestly, man, and I'm the one, and, and I'm gonna be real with you. If you watch, um, if you watch Kyle Lowry in the playoffs, he looks like he doesn't know how to play basketball in the playoffs. Like if you watch him during the regular season, <laughs> and then you walk in the playoffs, it just looks like he doesn't know how to play basketball in the playoffs. But when you got to the NBA Finals, right, and it was all on the line, you saw the best of everybody. Like, literally everybody. People were coming out there hobbled, trying to fight, hitting shots they never, they, they never hit. Ben Fleet. Yeah. Come on, man. Yo, and Kyle Lowry, like, finger or thumb still fucked up. People ain't even mentioning yeah. this. Nah, and can, like, you know what? Kyle, Kyle Lowry, overall, like, I never knew nothing about Kyle Lowry, you know, except for what I saw when he came into the NBA. So I don't know his backstory or anything like that. But mm-hmm. I salute him on how he handled a couple of things. Even though it was, like, a light push or whatever, when you in the heat of battle, Somebody touching you, you could you could just turn to react just because your adrenaline is running or whatever situation is. He handled that like I like how he also handled the situation after the in the press conference. Wait, how what? He addressed what? it? Oh, you you saluting him for being pussy because he should have knocked that nigga. <laughs> nah, I mean that you know what I'm saying that he was also one of the people out there telling the crowd chill out, stop you know <laughs> clowning. Yeah, no, and I, I know, I know, I'm messing with you. No, nah, no, nah, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> But salute to them yeah, because no, I definitely yeah. was hating Kyle. I was definitely hating Kyle Lowry. I was oh, definitely shit. hating Kyle Lowry. Shout out to Kyle Lowry, man. He held that shit down, being one of the little men in the league and shit. A little chubby nigga, man. God bless him. A little chubby nigga. Come on. Yeah, that's man. muscle, dog. I ain't gonna lie. We're gonna Kyle salute Lowry. you. We're gonna salute Joe too, because Joe, uh, not a lot of people know, a long, long time ago, Joe, Joe picked, I don't know how he picked Kawhi Leonard to be the one. But he picked Kawhi Leonard he is out of be the draft the to be the yeah. one to be the one when Kyle when everybody would have thought Kyle Lowry was a piece of shit. Oh, it's Kawhi Leonard. Kawhi Leonard. First off, first off, let me say like like I, I feel like that's a good call because you know I watched a lot and I didn't see the Kawhi Leonard. You know why I got Kawhi Leonard from? And this is what I'm 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 gonna ask Joe about man. Joe, you was hearing the hype because there was. A, there was a lot of people who started hyping Kawhi Leonard, and I'm like, yo, how did I never, like, I, like you know what I mean? You I didn't before really the draft? Yeah, before the draft. Yeah. I didn't believe it. When, when he went. Because, oh, yeah. No, what I'm saying, I didn't believe it because they were saying, well, San Diego State got Kawhi Leonard. You know what I mean? And I, and I watched a lot of basketball, and I just never really heard of him. And never really, you know what I mean? So I was just like, all right, this is just one of those times where they're just going to hype somebody and, and try to build them up. Because, you know, during that period of time, what they did. Agents is doing yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And because I remember I was tight because I think he went like maybe, was it two picks before the Knicks? He was two picks before we got Iman Shumpert, who I tried, yeah. who I tried to hype because he was our Nick and shit. And Alex told me, nah, Iman ain't, that, ain't it. Hold I'll on, do, wait. Do. Are you sure Kawhi didn't go after him on? Nah, no, I'm about to look. The, nah, keep joking. I'll look it up. Because I remember I was, I was, I was tight. He went like two picks before Iman. I was like, yo. I mean, I became an instant Iman Shumper fan, but it's like, fuck, yo. That that was the one that hurt. That hurt me more than that Steph Curry shit. I mean, not now after seeing what Steph Curry became and shit. But um, yeah, yeah but uh, Steph Kawhi, really Kawhi, wanted Kawhi, to be a Kawhi yeah. went fifteenth and Iman went seventeenth. Yeah, two picks oh, later, man, it was like fuck. But nah, I mean, shout out to them, man, and shout out to Kyle Lowry because shit, I don't even remember him like really before Toronto. I know he played for the Rockets. Like, I forget who he was yeah. drafted by and shit. I do. He played for Villanova. First no, off, let me be no, real. No, 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 no. College, yeah, but I'm talking. About I remember him. Yeah. Houston. He was Houston. Yo, Kyle Lowry mm-hmm. was a great college basketball player. That whole Villanova squad, really, but 
You know what I mean? Him, Kyle Lowry, Alan Ray, and Ray, and um Brandon um Rush. Brandon Ryan. Ford. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Brandon Rush. Yeah, they that was a great um uh, uh Villanova squad in college, right? And then they they then they came to on uh, the NBA and you know Kyle Lowry was was balling, but you know what the problem with Kyle Lowry was? Is that he was who Joe tried to say he was now? Like he was a little bit out of shape and didn't really get into it or whatever. And I think getting traded a little bit like kind of messed with him. Mm-hmm. And he kind of grew up and took it serious. Yeah. And as soon as he took it serious and started lifting weights and 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 go, getting in the gym, like it was just like, yo, you're an all star now. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And then he went to the right team that actually let him be the all star, and it just changed everything for his career. Oh, he was actually drafted by Memphis. I don't even remember yeah. him in Houston. I didn't realize that. I, I remember. I, remember, I, remember, yeah, I, remember, I, remember I forgot the Memphis because I think Conley came on not too long after. Yeah, that. I don't know. Well, he wasn't Memphis good in Memphis. That was the problem. Like, okay. Yeah, he was okay. He wasn't good in Memphis. And I then mean, that's, why they, that's why they ended up trading him because, yeah. yeah, like, you know, they, they traded him like, you know, oh, you you a young dude. You, you know what I mean? Like, maybe you'll be better later. You know what I mean? They traded him with potential on, on some potential shit. And then it just went down hell. Yeah. yeah, but shout out, shout out to him. <clears throat> shout out to Toronto. They look like they had a yeah, T-Dot. Yeah. yeah. But that there. Anthony Davis shit, have you seen? Yo, I'm, yo, I'm tired of I'm tired of people out here like, yo, this is the best, this is the best duo to ever play basketball in the history of basketball. Yo, yo, Ron Collins was yes. on TV today saying that it's better than Jordan and Pippen. Wait, I'm sorry. Who said that? Finals. Ryan Holland, the basketball yeah, player. Yeah, the yeah. No, he, but he's on, he's on first take. Oh, yeah, first okay. take. Yeah. oh, that's so, the dude you say that'd be uh, kind of riding little LeBron, right? No, no, no. I was talking about the dude on Get Up. Um, oh, um, who's who? Um, LeBron's old shooter. Oh, Damon Jones. Yeah, he'd be on this. Damon Jones all day. Yo, I'm like, yo, God, God, I don't, don't want to see you on here no more because you say stupid shit. Like, no, nah, but the dude Ryan Holland's, like, yo, Shaq almost left today. I only it. seen the video. Shaq was like, yo, Shaq looked at Molly and was like, would you be mad if I just walked off this off the set? He literally said that because Ronald was like, no, no, LeBron is better than than um Kobe? Jordan. Oh. No, he said he said he's better than Jordan. He's better, he's a he's better than all of them. He said and he was like, um and and um and Shaq was like and Shaq was like, Oh, you just gonna skip off of Kobe? He was like, Yeah, and then he tried to break down some stupid shit. And then he tried to say that they're the best duo ever. And somebody else tried to say and Damon Jones tried to say that they're the best duo ever too on get up. And it was like, yo, that's all I've been hearing. Are y'all serious? LeBron is eighty. You know what I mean? That, yeah, and, and, I mean... and Anthony Davis has never gotten like he's never gotten out of what, the first round? Damn, I was gonna, I was gonna, could, try, you, I was gonna could, try and shoot Ryan, Ryan Holland some bear, but he was born in. No, I mean the only better. thing with that, you went off for like if you was playing like two K and you got to get like two thousand and nine, yeah. like LeBron James and shit, and the best year fucking Anthony Davis, then had them play for like three four years, then maybe oh, they might be in that conversation. But okay. you got this old ass Brian, you know, okay, yeah, and you got Anthony Davis. Who, like you said, ain't really one shit. You know what I'm saying? He put up his numbers, but Kevin Love was putting them crazy ass numbers. And stuff, nah, you that, know? What, what you were saying? Minnesota, man? like. Nah, it, it's stupid. It's stu- How do you say that right in front of Shaq's face when it was Shaq and Kobe basically at their peak? And it's like, oh no, this is a better combination. No, you, can't, you can't do that. Like, I understand, like, it's a. Great- oh, no, he can do that. No, no, I mean, I mean you know, I, if he believes it. You, you could do it because. 
I'm gonna tell you why Ryan Hollins can't do it because I'm just I, like I said, I, I initially was gonna shoot him some bail because I said, let me see his age if he said Jordan because I get why people are say that because they never seen him. But first off, he can't say nothing about Kobe and Shaq. Number one, he's a California kid and he went to UCLA, so he was in California during that entire run. So I don't know how you can say that and you witnessed it. Well, and all the game, all, and all the game seven said that Michael Jordan played. No, so, he never played a game seven. I mean, I think he was niggas. <laughs> hey, man, just gassed and shit. Like, he was just, you know, see the names and shit. And he decided yeah. to go on there. Like, but he put, yeah, go ahead, Joe. I'm sorry. Go ahead. And, it, and it's like what people think that Anthony Davis can ultimately be. Like, I remember saying Anthony Davis was going to be like one of the illest dudes in the game and shit. And he put and he the is, numbers. But he is. Yeah, but, but you got to see it on, it, you see it on like a winning. Oh, I know. But, but can, I, can, I, can, I, can I just say real quick, though? Can I be real with you? The problem with it is, is that it's not back in the days no more, y'all. And so Anthony Davis, he don't bring the ball up or nothing like that. So his effect on the game is not the same as what you. That's why I said like the Chris Paul types, man, too small. The Anthony Davis. Is moved. That player is not a big is not the bar for me anymore. You know what I mean? So I got I got a I got a question. Well, well, two things. Number one, how I think a lot of the hype came out because when the trade happened, Vegas overnight made the Lakers. Yeah, I'm saying that right. Made the Lakers. The yeah, but that's not the hype. No, no, no. But I'm saying, but a lot of people ride off that hype and they use that but as you, a fact. But you know, the they, thing they, about, they'll mention that in, but, this, in the statement. But you know what I love about that? I love um, what's your name? Uh, white girl from Under Jump. Yeah, she um, the one that breaks it down. She, for she me. breaks Tell it down. Uh, what's her name? Rachel Nichols. She was like, Rachel she's like, Nichols, okay, yeah. this is how people are going to bet. Yeah. In in Las Vegas, so they make the odds like that because people are going to bet heavy on the right. Lakers. Because his fans and shit, right? And it's all yeah. a big hype. So if the shit does happen, to say to not, the niggas, yeah, you know not a big a big loss, yeah, yeah. But my other question was, I was actually having this. It was a huge thing on my little uh, group chat. Is AD a top five player in the NBA? Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. He is, yeah, definitely. He is. Because I, I, I was saying he's, I was saying he's not, but if I put you him say above he is, I fall back. But I, I, hold, I, I, hold on, wait, 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 wait. Hold on, let me let me take a step back, okay? It depends on how you look at it. Like, yeah. like I understand. Like, yeah, he is because uh, on talent alone. But that's when he's on his own team with with nobody's mm-hmm. on a team with with LeBron. You know, it, his cachet is going to grow. But you're going to have to look at other things with AD. Like when he's when he's in LA, you're going to look at other things with with Anthony Davis. And the problem with Anthony Davis is is this: in this NBA, this guy doesn't bring the ball up. You know what I mean? And he he can't spread the court the same way that maybe a Kevin Durant can. And he's the same height. Yeah. So, you know what I mean? Like, so there's it's not there's no questions on him. His talent is, is through the roof and all that. Like, there's no question. But it's just like putting them in you the space see where... You got to on the court. Yeah. That, and that's, what, and that's what I'm basing it on. I'm, that's what I'm basing it on. I'm saying... I'm not. Put, I'm not saying he's not top ten. I'm just saying he's not in my top five. He a top five talent from where nah, he's nah, yeah, he's top, top five talent. Yeah, yeah, you kind of got to give him that. But is he a yeah, top five player in the NBA right now? 
Seven. I mean, listen, if I would if I if I was going to create a list, I probably would get five if I want to if I want to create a list and try to create a team, I probably get to five people before I get to Anthony Davis. But if I'm if I'm just going to say like or who got the talent, like then Anthony Davis would be in the top 5. Is it, it does that yeah, I, I don't know. Like, no, 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 that makes sense cuz you may yeah, you're, like, you're making you probably, the discernment between his yeah. talent and yeah, then yeah. what you doing? Like if I'm like, looking yeah. at a because top five, because you know right who now. I, you know who I would have ahead of Anthony Davis. This might sound crazy to y'all. I'd have Embiid ahead. I of just talked. Yo, Ooh. hold on, Khalid. Did you hear that? Did you hear who he yeah. said he had above him? Go ahead, B. Yeah. This been he nah, did. That's I why because he does too many things. Like Anthony, okay. yo, yo, listen, man. Anthony um, does Joel Embiid. Yeah, but uh, but Joel Embiid does all of the things that you would ask a big man to do in this day and age, and he affects the game in every aspect of the game. He affects the pace of the game. He, he affects scoring. He affects defense, right? Like, so so if you do all those things and you could bring the ball up and, and you could spread the court the way that, that Joel Embiid does, I, I got to push your head, Anthony Davis. Yeah, I mean, when it comes down to it, you can argue that he top – I heard some people argue he top three, top five, like Ant was trying to say six or seven – to definitely put him there, so he, he's in. You, I think making, Anthony Davis would you, beat Joel Embiid in, in basketball, though. Yeah. If that's what you're asking, mm-hmm. like Joe Anthony Davis would beat Joel Embiid in basketball. But if you wanted, like, if I'm on a team, like, I'm picking Joel Embiid over Anthony Davis. Yeah, I mean, when it, when it comes down to it, I, I, don't, I don't know what I got to see how it look on the court because yeah. if the Lakers do shine the way they shine, and Anthony Davis ends up being like the MVP. Mm-hmm. Over Brian or some shit, or like a final or something like that. Then it might be a different conversation. But we ain't even see these motherfuckers like yeah, I've put, money put that a jersey on yet. Yeah, I mean, yeah. me too. I don't think Brian would let that happen. And would Anthony Davis even get to the to the, to the playoff? Never mind, just go ahead. So we're going to, <laughs> we're going to simplify the process. Name seven players better than Anthony Davis. It's, it's, no, it's no, I can't. I can't do okay, seven. No, no, it's it's not not seven. I said five. Saying five. Uh, we can't as far as five. I mean, my, he, okay, could, be, so LeBron, he could be number Kevin, six. Yeah, LeBron, Kevin Durant, um, Kawhi. James Harden, Kawhi Leonard. You know what I mean? Um, Giannis. Well, Giannis no. Adin Kupo. Mm. Yeah. Nah, Steph Curry. Nah. Yeah. No, Giannis is better than – wait, what? I don't think Giannis is better than Anthony Davis. Oh, he is. He's he has, has to break Davis. that down. I think, I think Giannis did very, very well on a Dog. team that was built around him, and I think he's a really exceptional player. But Giannis is top ten to me, not top five. I think folks was gassing that a little too much. I don't think Kawhi handling. I watched him. Yo, listen, like man. That. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The problem with the problem with what you're saying is, first of all, Kawhi didn't handle um, Giannis Antetokounmpo. Um, and the problem with what you're saying is that Giannis Antetokounmpo actually does the things that they showed I'm the saying. stats this when he was guarding him that he handled, but. I mean, oh, you're talking about one on one. I'm talking about like, yeah, and under the Kubo got off in that finals. Like, it wasn't like he just got shut down. And he might be MVP in that playoffs. Yeah, and he's and he's probably gonna be MVP. Like, oh, I get is. it. Like, yeah, Kawhi, but, but here's the thing. No, 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 no. If your argument is that Kawhi Leonard is is um better than than, than Giannis and Kubo, and he if you put um Kawhi on the Giannis and Kubo, um Giannis is gonna have problems. Yeah, I'm, of course. Like. Th- Listen, Kawhi might be the best player in the NBA. So, I mean, uh, like, I understand what you're saying, but that's not a bar. Like, that's Kawhi Leonard. I know, that's yeah. a fucked up you know bar. What I mean? know, that's dumb. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Like yeah. Say, that's so, like saying the nigga trash because Jordan will beat him. Like, yeah, I know. Yeah, like, so I agree. With, like, I, I don't, I'm not disagreeing with what you're saying. I'm just saying, like, it's not that. You know what I mean? It's, mm-hmm. it's, it's, that, um, it's that Giannis 
like in this NBA, Giannis can bring Giannis brings the ball up, and he takes it in there, and he hand and he can run the offense. And Anthony Davis cannot. He will. and and that's I think that's the difference for me. You said he will. Mm-hmm. If he does, then I'm looking at him differently. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm dead dead are, we, are, are, are we making this? Are we make, Are we saying what we're saying about AD because we just because we haven't seen him and we may have forgotten? No, I watch him a lot. Okay. Like, I, like, yeah. like, 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 I'm the one that was hyping Anthony Davis. I said Anthony Davis was the top three player in the NBA, right? And this was true two years ago. Okay, okay, no, so that this, must be the difference. This I really me. have not seen him play. For the past couple me, of no, years, it's, all, it's, really. it's not that he fell off; it's that other people got better. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, listen, man, Anthony Davis is the bomb. I'm not saying he's not. I'm saying other people got better, and the NBA changed a little bit, and so you can't really just give him that that top five spot right now. As far like on talent alone, yes, but on like if, if I'm crazy, like Embiid is is that much is good. Like he's really that good. You know what I mean? That's number one. And then, so so that's the Alex argument, and, and I agree with him on that. And then there's other people who just have changed the NBA scheme, the way that we play basketball, man. Kawhi changed the way we play basketball. Durant changes the way we play basketball. Steph Curry changes the way we play basketball. You know what I mean? Uh, Anthony Davis fits an old mold. He's a new he, he's a new generation of the old mold of basketball, and it, it, Can he not so bring it's the hard ball to have anymore? him in the top five. Can he not? Because he, he he couldn't to. he couldn't before. No, no, he wasn't before. Like he was a he was a point guard before, right? Like he, he was a point guard when he was younger. Before he got so the growth kind of yeah, so he kind of yeah. People, people he got the David Robinson. Like he handles. He's not awkward yeah, for a big man. But no, but yeah, he's not awkward for a big man. But then now, now, but then when you started watching him on um on the Pelicans, like he wasn't able to do it. It was it was it was turnover issues and issues like that. It, but it does create space. Like when he was on the outside, they wouldn't just jump on on him and, and, and double team and, and and he's able to hit like a, a jumper and all the rest of that shit. So like he does he he does things that, that would put him in that space um if you play him right. Like if you play Anthony Davis right, but now you have him on a team with LeBron James and which means you're gonna have a lot play. of pick and yeah. pop, a lot of pick and roll. You know what I mean? It's, it's a little bit different. Like I, like we'll we'll, we'll just have to see it, man. I, I, you know, what I mean, I, I know it's a ramble, man. I right. won't go down this. No, this, this no, no, no. Yeah, process. I just wanted because it, it was like I said, it was, it was a thing that was just happening. I was just like, y'all don't understand how people how you can say that, but that was. Since we on AD, can we go free agency before we go? That's what I was just about to say. No, of course. Let's go from the people that people talk about that were game changers to the ones that can be that can possibly be future game changers, and talking about the draft that's coming up Thursday. I want to, can we talk about the free agency before the draft? I'm sorry, the free, free, okay, yeah, I'm sorry, yeah, the free agency. Because uh, just think, just piggybacking off of that whole LeBron uh, AD thing, you know, they don't have room for a, a max space. But I, I see now, like, on ESPN, they keep talking about they're trying to double back to see if they can change that uh, that signing date, that trade date. If they no, they won't be able to do that. No, um, no, no, there's no there's no way that, that New Orleans will do that. That was They're just putting it out there because that's what – LA would want to do, but New Orleans wouldn't benefit them by doing that because they New Orleans already didn't get Kuzma out of the deal. You know what I mean? So why yeah. would New Orleans give? So that's why they've been talking about um uh uh uh, uh the LA trading that Jamario Jones trade with all the rest of them, Mo Wagner um, and all the rest of them on there. Yeah. And and so that's their closest way. And listen, man, quiet is kept. I know you guys don't like names that you've never heard of before, but Jamario Jones is actually a good player. 
So, you know, if you could pull off a trade and then pick up Jamario Jones, like that might be a, um, you know, that might be a, a solid move for a team. Create free agency is like really like like vast or whatever they say like about forty percent of the league is like free agents this summer and you this is like probably one of like it's a pretty deep class you know what I'm saying there's tears of course yeah. but it's pretty deep so how about if we focus on like the Knicks and free agency like yeah we, we Knicks fans like yeah how do we feel they're gonna use this like seventy some odd million dollars of like yo I think Durant's still coming. So, yeah, a real nigga like me don't know. I feel like I, I feel like Alex does kind of like I feel like Durant's still coming, but then uh, like, I don't I don't know who I don't know what 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 would be after that. Like even L, even Boston, like Shams, like Shams Jerani or whatever this how this nigga's name is. He's had two different reports today. His first report was don't rule the Knicks out for the Kyrie Irving, um, and then his next report was well. Um, Boston and and um, the Celtics 100% believe that Kyrie Irving is um is uh, going to the Nets. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so like nobody really kind of knows, but they they kind of feel that way. Every only thing that other people everybody's certain on is that Anthony's gonna buy us the, these bottles of tequila, Joe. That's yes. the only thing that anybody's certain on. You know what I mean? <laughs> the Anthony bet because Kyrie 100%. Yo, I, I can't I, honestly. I can't fault Anthony, you know what I'm saying? But when the season started, it looked like my Boston was going to be sounds so stupid. the motherfuckers that ran it. Do not do, not do that. <laughs> no, so why, are you, why are you slurping <laughs> for everything, Anthony? You stump that for, shit was you stump stupid for Anthony? Fuck. You always stump yo, for Anthony? Yo, he does, yo. He's the co-sign man. <laughs> He's not co-sign. Stop that. It was <laughs> dumb as hell when he said it. it I don't bet. No, hold on, wait. Yo, I don't bet. Okay, that's don't. how you know it was stupid. Yeah, you did jump on I don't bet, quick. and yeah, I yeah. bet on that thing. Like, that's how you know. I'm like, I, all right, yeah, look. pretty much. It, it, it did seem pretty evident that he wasn't going to try yeah. to rock up there with them kids and shit. But, um, yeah. yeah, nah. So, I mean, honestly, man, like, I was talking earlier and shit about I would like the Knicks to stay young, and I would give, yeah. I would get him, I, I would love to get him max for their age, uh, for their, like, uh, seniority in the league, for D'Angelo Russell. And uh, Julius Randle because I think they both really shine. Like, I guess they got away from the Lakers. Fuck. And they were... I, I I disagree. Oh, Ant, go on, Ant, go. Fuck go ahead, Come, No, no, you don't. Why? We haven't had a star in so long. What you need, yeah. is, and not, not I'm, let me rewind. Carmelo Anthony was a star. What you need is a superstar, which you haven't had in a long time. Even if Durant is hurt, Durant is 80% of what Durant was, he's still a perennial all-star. You don't piss away your money on D'Angelo Russell. And bro, bro, Randall. bro, listen. I've been, been looking at the numbers, bro. Here's the thing, right? These dudes, they're young, so it's not like you're giving them fucking, like, KD money. I'm saying if KD yeah. doesn't come and we got fucking Julius Randle at the 27, I think it was, and we got uh, yeah, 27.2. Yeah, 27.2. If we got both of them at the 27.2, we still got like a little bit of space to, you know, bring in like, you know, shooters and so that dude. The only like that. thing I disagree with is 27 million But no, 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 no. Let me say it. Let me say it. Let me finish. Okay, the, fact that, the fact that if you give them 27 and you got these four year deals and shit, then we got our young talent, which is like, you know, coming around. Everybody's tradable. Them dudes, yeah. if they perform as well as they have, even like this last year too, if they do that on the Knicks, they're tradable. Everybody's tradable. While young dude yeah. is playing for fucking pennies and shit, which is about five six right. million dollars. Everybody's Joe's tradable so, still. Joe's so even, right about this. The only issue I have with, with, with you right now, Joe, mm-hmm. is 
the Julius Randle thing, I don't know if I would pay him that. I would pay mm-hmm. D'Angelo Russell that. I don't know if I'd pay the Julius Randle. That's all. Okay. I mean, I you, my whole thing is they will all still be tradable. And I guess out of the out of the two of them, yeah, Julius, you'll probably hold out and, like, put that money on maybe some one-year contract or maybe some cheaper players or some shit like that and do it like that. But not in it. It's not, it's not crazy. I know it might sound crazy given both the niggas, like, 27. But the fact that you got, That's- like – if you get twenty seven, you 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 spent fifty four million and you have seventy something million left, so we're still under the cap. Yeah, I don't know. What do you do? You sign. You could sign a DeAndre Jordan to a one year. You could sign a JJ Reddick to a one year. You could sign a. You know what I mean? There are players out there you could sign to a one year. And imagine if R.J. Barrett comes in and he lives up to like his yeah. potential, and like in year three he's fucking damn near all star. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or like on the cusp of that, then you still got so, all these niggas. Real you know what? You know what, Joe? The same plan that you're talking about um, is the same thing that everybody was saying about the Lakers now that they got AD. Stop going. Don't go after a third star. Just don't. surround yourself with a bunch of people like the J.J. Reddicks. Get Braun some shooters yeah. instead of trying to get Kemba or Kyrie. We already saw they're trying to make room for $32 million. Instead of trying to get them, just get a bunch of good, solid players around those two centerpieces it's and make your team whole as opposed to but, but three stars in a, in a couple of minimum. But, that, 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 but, 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 it, but it's different from what I'm saying. In Toronto, it's more like what I'm thinking with, like, the Knicks, at least for, like, this startup, because it's like last year, I mean, the rookie class that we had, we had those uh, three rookies, right? We had those uh, – we had the three rookies. Yeah. Uh, Trier, Robinson, Robinson, and Knox. One was unrated. One was what, second was second round or the end of the first round. Yeah. Mitchell. Yeah. And so it's like, and people, if they redrafted last year's draft, they would have all these motherfuckers as first round talent. It's kind of like how the Lakers came off with. They were all in the lottery, lottery in the redraft. I just looked yeah. at it today with all, the athletic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, with the redraft, they all in the lottery. So that's coming off probably better than they dudes came off with fucking Lonzo Ball, Kuzma, and Hart. You know what I'm saying? And you saw how they. I mean, all the motherfuckers, is, and I don't know, man. These things will all be tradable, and they'd be cheap. So it wouldn't even be – I'm saying this could be a nice, like, two, three, four-year plan. And since all these niggas are tradable, it would be – we would could package, like, two of the dudes in a pit and get whoever the fuck the, like, marquee free agent is. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I mean, marquee, like, trade pieces who well, want to leave their team come to New York. So, I mean, shit. I, I think it will work out though, but you know what I'm saying. We still hope that KD come over here free agency. Yeah, I, I believe he. I believe he's coming, and I never stopped believing when he got hurt. I thought he was. I, I I still felt that this is what he. This is where he wanted to be. Are you still taking a chance on KD? It's, yeah, yeah. I, 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 take KD, I take KD and I try to get fucking. Um, I try to get Russell and shit. I get KD and I get yeah. Russell. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm I'm with Joe on this. Shit. I get KD, I get Russell, let the young Knicks like ball out. And then when KD yeah. come back, he just be that piece that like Kawhi was that piece that took the the Raptors over the top. Fucking KD come back, he be that piece, and we probably trade two or three little young niggas and shit in the pit. You stash get, him. Even if we got to do load management all year next year for yeah. KD. Yeah. I mean, all year to two years the from, from now yeah. mm-hmm. for KD. You know what I mean? I'm still like, fuck it. How good, KD. Oh, it's re- relax, man. Shut up. All right. He be the king on crutches, man. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody all, gonna love this nigga all year. Let's let's get into the draft that's happening this Thursday. Mm. I mean, well, I, RJ Barrett out here taking picks with um Clyde Frazier. I'm just looking at it right now. <laughs> so I mean, are is every are we is everybody solid on 
Top three uh, a lot. Yeah, Zion, Zion, Ja, and RJ in that order. Yeah. Um. No. You think Darius Garland? Because today it changed day? a lot. Okay. No, 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 no. I think I think today changed a lot because there's been there's been a lot of rumors out today that the Pelicans have been looking to move from four to two to pick mm. RJ. Yeah, you that's the only, that's the only. And can, so if yeah, they do that, good. yeah, if they do that, then we'll get John ja Morant, which I'm not mad at. So. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I just, you know, but either or, but it, that, you know, that possibly could happen. But yeah, if it, if if that doesn't happen, if there's no top three trades, then yeah, it'll be uh, Zion, Ja, then RJ. And that's the only thing I'm kind of worried about. I really, I'm really like kind of stuck on the RJ Barrett thing now. Yeah. Kind of really want, kind of really want him there. And of course, John Morant would be dope. But yeah, man, that that's the only thing because I think about the Grizzlies and. If they wanted to move that pick, I know the Grizzlies. Got, I, I don't know if they would try to move. Uh, what's the kid name? Must not kid. He's fucking Conley. Conley. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Conley yeah. might be a part of that, and I could see it being a thing. But if the Grizzlies are smart, then they move Conley somewhere else, and they just try to build off a job. Like I hope it just stays simple. I want all the excitement to be after we got up after we after our pick. You yeah, said um, you yeah. said you said that um. Memphis was trying to move four from four to two. Everything I saw was at, nah, Atlanta. Pelicans. Oh, okay, I got you. I mean, everything I saw was the Pelican was um. Then I see Atlanta trying to trade with the Pelicans. It, 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 well, Atlanta has been trying to trade with yeah. everybody, and okay. New York has been talking to everybody also because Atlanta has two picks. They have yeah. like ten or some shit like that. And if you could, and so they've been trying to the top three. Yeah, yeah. so so they've been moving. Around, they've been working around, but nobody's gonna bite from the top three. Who um, who who you think they're trying to move up to get? If they were going to four, is it Cam Reddish who they're trying to get to? Oh, hell no. Reddish. Nah, no, hell no. They, they, they no, like a DeAndre Hunter or, De- or Garland or something Garland like that. Hunter, yeah. They, they, yeah but isn't Garland, Reddish. but doesn't Garland and Trey, what are you doing with, Garland could play the two? No, no, it, it don't matter. No, 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 it wouldn't matter. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's a talent, man. Like, that's a yeah. oh, it's, like, it's not like football. Like, like it's not like two quarterbacks, you know what I mean? It's like two point guards, and especially in the NBA. Yeah, me, like it's like Rozier and Irving. Talk, talk to me, because somebody said to me that Garland is is a game changer. I don't see him that way from everything that I've seen, and I, and I get it. It's only five games. And, he didn't really shoot. Right, we didn't really yeah, see him, but really shoot. Are you? is he a game changer? He couldn't really shoot. Okay. Hey, yeah. And last time we seen him, he was very quick and good with the ball. You know what I mean? I don't know if that's the same, but he can really shoot. And so, you know, if, if if that happens, I mean, shooting is a commodity in the NBA at any given time, mm-hmm. any era. We, as we and saw. So if you pick, yeah, if you pick, if you can pick up a shooter, like that's even translate. Even if he sucks at everything else, like that still translates. It's it's like the it's like having a rebounder. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like shooter mm-hmm. or rebounder, it's like yo, you got it. JJ Redick, yeah, 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 yeah. I so yeah, so in that way he'd be grand changer. Okay. Yeah, I mean hell, we just saw the finals and that last game and shit. Kawhi got to put his feet up. Yeah, fucking Lil Van Vliet and fucking Kyle Lowry putting up like 22, 23 points and shit. For sure. So, I mean, yeah, if Garland real, then you know they'll want to get him. I mean, shit. I, mean, I think we kind of done talking about the draft. Right before we yeah. get off, before we get before we get off, I want to say um. You spoke about uh, was it R.J. Hampton? A couple of times. Yeah. What, uh-huh. what do you think about Melo uh, Lamelo Ball following the same? Uh... Man, good for him. He ain't going to school anymore because his dad took him out of it. So where the hell could he go? He couldn't yeah. go to school. Handle yeah. your 
It's fun. Here's the thing about Lamelo. I'm wondering because I, I saw like uh on some some scouts website wherever they had him ranked as like the twenty second player in this nah, draft. Uh, I seen him ranked as third or fourth. Yeah, yeah. I no, saw, no, 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 I saw no, that's, that's what I was about to say. I, okay. on the site they say he's like twenty two or something. I heard him say it on TV too. But then I like one of the main mock drafts I checked out. They had the man like number three. Yeah, they didn't know what he was going to be next year, so they, that's why they had him so low. But not in that, now they know, like, okay, he'll be playing. They moved him okay. up. So, do you think, uh, do you think he's going to come back and still be able to be one of the top picks? When's the last like person yeah, that went overseas and became one of the top picks? I think Brandon Jennings was the last one. He was um, 10. Listen, no, man, like, but I'm just saying, I'm talking about how high he went. That's all we're talking about. Yeah, but yeah, that's what yeah, I'm about to, to get to. Don't like, him go in the lottery. He, <laughs> no, 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 you good. If he's going to be able to go in the lottery or whatever, but uh, um, I mean, could he still think, maintain that, like, top yeah, three or four? Yeah, because, because here's the thing, but but here's the problem. This is the problem he's going to have. People ain't going to see him. And the NCAA draft, uh, NCAA tournament is going to build up cachet. And you got people like Cole Anthony that's coming out this year. Ooh. And they're going to be out here on TV cooking. <laughs> and you'll pick him over. Um, like, if Cole Anthony cooks, like, you got to pick him over Lamelo and all that. Like, the guards are going to go. Like, those guards are going to go a little bit earlier than him. And that's the problem he's going to have. That's hilarious how you just said Cole Anthony's coming out this year. He didn't even get into college <laughs> I mean, he's in, but he hasn't even got. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like he's a freshman. You're like, yeah, he's coming out this year. Like, oh, that yeah. ain't even oh, no, on the campus yet. Yeah, but come on, man. Now, I know but what you mean. It's just funny. You know, you know he won and done, man. Yeah, no, of course yeah, he is. Of course yeah, he is. Ain't nobody, as ain't he nobody, should. Ain't as he should be. Yeah. Melo be fine. He'll be just fine. So yeah, he'll be fine. He'll be top ten probably. All right, we can wrap this up. But as a, as a Knicks fan, I had I had always said that I felt that with the way things were shaping up during the season and what we were going to be looking at on the, in the off season, pre-injuries, pre-injuries, anything else. I was always saying that Mello was going to end up coming back to New York to play and try to bring a chip here. Do you still feel that way? Or you feel like now he's uh, moving towards not LA? Since Durant. LA? Not since Durant went down. Okay. Go okay. Mm-hmm. All right. And I hope he does, man. Shout out to Carmelo yeah. Anthony. It's a yeah. Maybe next Salute. Salute. It was, I mean, it was, it was a shame that um, he couldn't get, picked up by like one of these playoff teams I swore it was gonna happen but when it all shook out it looked like I the did best it. place when it looked like the best No it place. wasn't that he couldn't it wasn't that it was it was that he was the the teams that would have that exactly. he should have went to it, it was, was like, already on. Yeah it was and like, then LA got hurt. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And so it was over. The only other team that I always said he should have went to was Toronto and mm-hmm. I understand why he didn't. And I understand why they didn't. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean that that's a shame. Because yeah like you said that was the thing it's like yo Melo would be dope on, on Houston right now. He'd be dope on OKC, but he just did that shit. So yeah, he did that. Yeah. Hey, either way, I know he wasn't going to a team. We want to thank you for, for listening this evening. Again, get at us on Better Than You Pod on IG. We want all the prayers. We want all the smoke. Till next week. Peace. Peace.